High school football is on the air. This evening, the undefeated Rovers will be on the road again as they travel up to Union AC Valley to take on the Falcon Knights in Class 1A District 9 action. High school football on Sunny 106 is being brought to you by our fine sports sponsors. Now let's hit it out to Union Stadium, and before the opening kickoff, let's check in with our pregame show with Bill Edwards right here on Sunny 106. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Brockway Rover Football on Sunny 106. I'm Bill Edwards along with John Allen, and tonight the Brockway Rovers are in Rimmersburg to take on the Union AC Valley Falcon Knights. The Falcon Knights are 1-2 and two on the season, while the Rovers are 3-0. and zero. In the past, the Rovers have had their problems with Union AC Valley. However, this evening, the Rovers come into this contest heavily favored, and for good reason, since they've outscored their last three opponents by 105-19. to 19. Last week, Blake Pisarczyk had a career night as he contributed 375 yards of offense and a winning effort over Countersport. Be assured that he will be likely to continue that trend tonight along with Jen DiQuello, Raiden Fox, and the rest of the Rover offense. On the other side of the ball, the Rover's defense has been just as good, allowing just 19 points in three games. Union AC Valley appears to be stronger on defense and will probably go with a two-quarterback system on offense. Well, we'll be back with a little bit more as the bands are playing right now, but we're going to take a little bit of time out. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro and Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro and Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Brockway football, Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC CPA. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Hugh Water and Holt Drilling of Brockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Hugh Water and Holt Drilling of Brockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatments and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Hugh Water Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Welcome back to the Sunny 106 pregame show. This week, Bill Edwards had a chance to sit down with head coach Jake Heigl to preview their matchup with the Union AC Valley Falconites. Uh, oh, okay, before we get into the game, uh, I just want to mention for folks who will be listening you know, to this uh, to remember these two young men that we've been praying for. Uh, 
you know, Mason Martin from Carnes City. He seems to be improving by what I by what I hear. Yeah. There's another boy out of Jersey Shore, Max Engel, who's not doing well, and uh, things don't look real good for him. So just want to remind people that, uh, you know, this is a far more serious issue than winning or losing a game. And uh, to keep praying for those kids and their families, of course, uh, as well. And it has been interesting. Somebody asked me the question yesterday about why are we seeing we've had three life lights in the last week. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, inherently it's a, rough, it's a rough game. It's a dangerous game. And the equipment has gotten so much better. Yeah. But there are things you can't prevent. I mean, the, the neck is certainly susceptible to injury and head injuries. Most of these injuries we see of being life light are head injuries. Yeah. And uh, so although you try, you know, we've changed tackling techniques uh, to more of a rugby tackle now than what it used to be. Yeah. And uh, but still, as I said, inherently, you know, a dangerous game to play. So we just think about those kids. Well, uh, three and oh, a nice way to get started. And uh, interesting statistic, too, in that 105 points scored to 19 points scored against you. Which says a lot for your defense. Yeah, I think that um, you know my defensive coordinator Ben Donlin uh, does a really good job game planning. Uh, more times than not, our kids come out of games and say we knew exactly what they were going to run based off of whatever formation they were in. Uh, so I have to give a lot of credit to Ben for that. Um, me, him, and, and uh, Anthony Benson work very well on that side of the ball. And then offensively, obviously, um, you know, I think we've personally left a lot of points on the board that we should have scored in uh, a few of those games, um, you know, especially the Dubois one. Uh, looking back, I know, you know, again, offensive um, coordinator Frank Verschetti, he's he is very, very good at what he does. And he'd be the first to tell you that he doesn't think we've remotely come close to our ca- uh, capabilities on offense. Uh, yeah, I, I think I would agree with that. Uh, I know. This year, it seems like the tendency is that you start slow, mm-hmm. and then you, you know, after the halftime especially. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we know that adjustments take place at halftime, and oftentimes if it's, or if it's two really good teams, who's going to make the better adjustment? Okay. That might be the team that wins the game. And uh, now tonight, I, I have no reason to believe, to be honest, I have no reason to believe that you will not be 4-0 after tonight. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. I'm, I, that. That's okay for you to say that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I think that they're um, they've had our number the last few years. I mean, I think four out of the last six meetings they've they've beat us, and um, typically they have a very very talented uh, couple linemen and, and a few skill guys that can hurt you. And, um, you know, if you go into that game thinking that they're just going to hand it over, you're wrong because they never do. And, um, you know, they had offensive lineman last year, Landon Chalmers, that is now I think he's getting reps at Edinburgh, at defensive tackle. I mean, they're a good program that, that cranks out some serious talent. Well, and I think it's it's altogether proper for you to sound like Joe Paterno <laughs> before <laughs> – <laughs> before before a game, you know, before a game. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're right in what you've said. Of course, you, you know what happens at, with a small school. You you have a couple of years where you're really pretty good, and then you have a drop-off. Sometimes it's abrupt. Sometimes it takes a little longer. Yeah. But they may be at that place, you know, right now. But in any event, uh, they're going to give you, as you said early, I think the first interview we did, everybody's going to give you their best yeah. because uh, – you, know, you are you're winning. You've got great potential for a great year, and all of that. So they're going to come at you, and that won't be any different tonight. No, and that's we've we've stressed that to our kids all week. And um, 
you know, they're, they've done a really good job of kind of, you know, keeping it internal. It's about us and our team and not so much, you know, the opponent we're playing. Um, but, you know, you get to a point where m- most of these kids have not been in this position before being in, on an undefeated team um, where you kind of have to explain to them that it would be easy, very easy to look past certain teams. But if you want to be as good as we plan to be, um, you have to stay locked in every single play, every single uh, practice and um, doing continue to do the little things correctly. And our whole staff really pushes that, especially Mike Coons, who um, I, 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 again, I want to tell people that, you know, you've heard me say on here a couple of times now today about talking about my coaching staff, but Mike Coons, um, you know, his speed and strength and uh, conditioning program uh, is very detail oriented. And I think that rubbed off on the kids going to this season so far, but yeah, well, what you've been able to do and, and that's so critical is to get kids to buy into what you do and uh, to have kids buy into uh, all the coaches and what all the coaches do. And for you to assemble the right people for a staff is so critical to success. I mean, because, you know, one bad apple spoils the rest of them. For sure. And so you've done a great job there to get the right people uh, in those positions. And the, uh, the the strength conditioning, all of that is so important. Sometimes coaches forget about the, yeah. the mobility part, you know, uh, where you've got to get those stabilizers in shape as well and connective tissue and the drills that you have to do and all of that. And to have somebody on board that can do that yeah. can prevent injuries and make you more effective as an athlete. Yeah, he's he's impressive. Um, his certifications he has and his, um, you know, his years of experience. When I saw him come free on the market, if you would say, uh, I couldn't believe it because uh, he can really set a program apart. Uh, you know, I, I, and the kids buy into it now too. If that, if he comes on maybe the first year, I don't think so necessarily all those kids buy in, but he came on at the right time for the kids to lock in on him, and the younger kids will get that way as well. Well, when you see results, mm-hmm. I mean, when the kids realize that, hey, you know what, uh, this this is working, mm-hmm. then they're really going to buy into that. And I think you can see that. Had a great interview with uh, uh, with Jendy last oh, nice. last week. Yeah. And, uh, of course, two guys, well, there were three up there. Pasarczyk showed up, and then, of course, uh, Fox showed up as well. So had a chance to talk to Braden and Jendy both. Great. And they were you know, both really good interviews, especially uh, Jendy with his personality. <laughs> but... They uh, seem to be focused on what you said, and that is we're going to take one game at a time. We're not going to look past anybody. And uh, so they presented themselves extremely well. I don't know who you'll send up tonight, but we're (laughs) expecting to send somebody up tonight as well. But uh, I think it gives them an opportunity, and I want to talk with them more about well, not so much about football, but some other things. Yeah. Uh, what do you like to do? What's your hobby? Uh, what's the future look for, like for you? Yeah. What do you want to do? That sort of thing. And so we talked a little bit uh, with Jendi, especially about that. So uh, those are the real important things after we don't get to play this game forever. No. You know? And they're driven kids. I mean, uh, that's that's really what's made up, um, you know, the collective group of our upperclassmen are just driven kids that – you know, we've given them the tools and shown them how to be successful. Uh, and now they're just seizing the opportunity. They're happy to, to kind of have a pathway to it. So they're they're dedicated to being successful in whatever they do. Yeah, I want to kind of take a, a little turn here to ask you this, this question. I don't know if you're up on this yet, but you will be, about what the PIAA has decided recently uh, relative to the criteria they used to 
to classify uh, participation in sports. Mm-hmm. You know, we t- when we talk about classification, we talk about 1A, where you guys are this year, all the way up to 6A now in Pennsylvania. And the fact that they're going to uh, – anybody that's in that school district – whether they're in a charter school, whether they're in a uh, doing homeschooling or mm-hmm. Votech or whatever, it is, they're, they're going to count towards your numbers. Yeah. And so, how do you think that would, what effect that might have on a program like Brockway? You know, I I, I was paying a very close attention to this because obviously the the relevant school is Southern Columbia. That was the big school that this this rule was made for. Uh, they've won five out of the last six state championships in Double A. Uh, but they had a Votech school that they were only a lot of their players went to that only a percentage of them were getting counted because it used to be, I believe, 10 percent of your 10 percent. Right. Uh, you know, us, we have Jeff Tech. Dubois has Jeff Tech. Brookville has Jeff Tech. Uh, Punksy and St. Mary's, I believe, have a tech program. Ridgeway has a tech. It's going to affect our area. It's going to affect the teams around here. The question is, where are they going to set the threshold uh, for the total number? Are they going to adjust the threshold? If they don't, I foresee us being in double to triple A. Uh, but, you know, then I see Dubois being in five to six A, you know, and it's so on and so on. And, and, and uh, Punksy could end up being a five or four A. So, I'm interested to see if they move the threshold number of your max amount of mail enrollment. Um, you know, say it used to be 120. Now it's going to be 150. So if that changes, I think we'll remain in single A, but it's, it's, um, you know, I think everybody's going to get bumped where uh, central Clarion doesn't have a Votech school. They'll stay in double A. So um, I'll be interested to see where it all shakes out. Well, yeah, I'm with you on that because uh, to some, for some schools, it's going to be an advantage, perhaps, and mm-hmm. others, it will not be. You know, and so it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Well, it's always funny because everybody always complains about Catholic schools and how they have their own league. Uh, you just made the Catholic school league by by making that rule because the single A schools, if they don't move the threshold, are probably strictly going to be private. Uh, Catholic schools. So, uh, you know, I'm neither which way about that. Uh, I graduated from a Catholic school. uh, But at the same time, um, if the gripe uh, a lot of the times was that these Catholic schools should have their own league, PIAA just gave them it. And unfortunately, it's it's you just moved everybody else and hurt everybody else in the process. Well, and you never know as a, as a coach, you can look ahead and see, okay, these kids are coming back to that school. We pretty much know how strong they might be because of the kids that are coming back. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in a situation like this, especially when it first starts, you don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't really know. I coached at a private school in Maryland, the largest of its type yeah. uh, in Maryland. And uh, so kids could come from everywhere and anywhere. So, one year you may not have a very good team, and then you've got six kids that come in from all over the Washington yeah. D.C. area, and now you are a whole lot better. And uh, the opposing coach thinks, you know, where did these kids come from? Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and and again, you know, when you're looking at a highly populated area, I think that that's pretty much true. But when you look at an Al County or a you know Al Kirshen or a Dubois Central Catholic, I mean. You know, if there is a, tr- a transfer in in a younger grade, they're typically we're just on three hills down the road. Not, <laughs> exactly. You know, not in a different. Yeah, like, uh, like the greater Washington D.C. area. Yeah, or the Philadelphia school. Or Philadelphia, it's, right? It's it's yeah. a different world around here. Right? Well, yeah, but it will be interesting. You made the point that maybe you have a Dubois that might get kicked up to a five or a six. You know, and, 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 you're and, if, you're, and if you're high, right? <laughs> if you, yeah, if you're talking about six, you're yeah. talking about the Harrisburgs and you know. 
State College and you the know Motep, Pine Richland. I mean, yeah, yeah all yeah. those places. So yeah. it's going to be, and I, I know why they are doing it, but whether it will work or not, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes people sit around in ivory palaces uh, and trying to uh, prove their value by coming up with things. So yeah. I know there's reason behind it, but we'll see how that all shakes out yeah, when it's it comes to when it comes to local you know, when it comes to local schools, you know, it's it, gonna affect us. Yeah. I, I just uh, hope it doesn't do it in a negative way, you know. I hope yes. everybody gets the fair shake on it. And and there's more I know it's true of Dubois, there are more kids doing cyber. So how many of them are out there, you know, you don't know that will yeah. qualify. So it's gonna be interesting. Well, Jake, thanks again for uh, sharing with us. And tonight uh, we're going to be over at Remersburg and uh, taking on the Falcon Knights uh, this week. And the Falcon Knights have had a tough time thus far this year. And uh, it's going to be a great night weather-wise for football. It's going to be clear down to like 46, I think, maybe before the game is over. So in in one way, that's kind of an asset for the kids that are playing. First grass field game we're playing on. And on grass, <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of talk now, by the way, now that you bring that up, of going back to grass yeah. uh, because I think the injuries will go down. And I think there's some there's some credence to that point of view and some research that behind it as well. Yeah, so we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. But uh, in any event, uh, we uh, look forward to seeing the Rovers again tonight. Uh, airtime kickoff is at 7 o'clock tonight. We'll be on air about 6.35. And when people hear this, uh, they'll already be joining us. So uh, lots of luck tonight. Thanks. Kevin. And we Appreciate trust that it. no one will come out of this with any kind of injury to hamper your season. Because it's I know with small schools, you, you get one kid going down. Oh, I do want to mention this, too. Last week, uh, in the game last week, uh, Blake Basarczyk had a career night. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have to think that this kid's going to have several more of those before this season is over. Yeah, he's pretty special. Um, we're really lucky that we have a lot of weapons. Uh, we thought that we were going to kind of quietly come into this season with Blake and nobody know about him. Unfortunately, we do those seven-on-sevens now, and just about everybody in the state started to hear about him, so I'm not surprised what he's doing. Uh, but, you know, he's such a it, – it's, it's funny because he comes off the field and somebody said, you know, you had such a good game – um, what can you, t- can you, is there anything you want to say specifically about what you did tonight? And he goes, there's always room for improvement and walked off. The yeah. So he's <laughs> just that I like that. I like yeah. that humility. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and the fact that this kid is back this strong as early is a credit to medical science Absolutely. in that, that, uh, ACL tear was repaired in a different fashion and, uh, that, uh, you know, his, his return was so much faster. And so that was just incredible. Yeah, the the Varicellos do a fantastic yeah. job. Uh, I I cannot. We have two guys that went through that surgery. Both of them uh, similar timeline. Both are back starting yes. for us right now, p- performing at a high performance. Raiden Craft being the other one. Um, I I I tell people from out of state if you can if you have a player that tears their ACL if you aren't calling Penn Highlands to try to get them to do it you're you're crazy because yeah, yeah. the timeline is so different than everybody else's so yeah well it certainly yeah. well worked well for your for your guys so for sure. uh, all right good luck tonight appreciate we'll it. see you later all right that was Bill Edwards with head coach Jake Heigel after this timeout we will have starting lineups and the kickoff. As you're listening to Brockway Rover Football here on Sunny 106. The home of Brockway Rovers Football is Sunny 106.
community service, and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you and good luck, Ropers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. Fall and Western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing. High school football. Yardworks of Brockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year. And that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594-6421. Contractor number PA006025. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RBIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RV dealership since 1968. When you need a tux or just a suit. Formal wear. For a wedding. Prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance. Any important occasion, look your best. With the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop. Including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress. All the accessories like shoes. And shirts, suspenders. Dry cleaning and alterations too. For tux fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop. West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go Go Rovers. Rovers. Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding, the winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and, of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, cheer for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back, and uh, we have a game away tonight, and at first, grass field. John, uh, John Allen's with me. Uh, the first time the uh, Rovers will be playing on a grass field will be tonight. Of course, next week they'll be back home again for the uh, game with uh, Port Allegheny and be back on the turf. Well, we've had an interesting trip here, have we not? Yes, uh, so we, we did. We did manage to make it in time and had to hurry, and we... Uh, Lost a little audio there, so we've had a lot of troubles getting started here today, so we're very close to to kickoff. Big thanks to Nick and also Marty. Uh, yes, for helping us out there. We appreciate that. Okay, uh, give us the uh, starting lineups real quick here, uh, John. We're going to uh, have to get going here pretty fast. Sure. Brockway Rovers, uh, none other than Jendi Culio. Quelo. <laughs> I've been saying this all the time, right? Quelo. Uh, also, Matty Brubaker will not be in the lineup tonight. We're expecting Colton Ross, and we'll get that updated as soon as we can for you. Andrew Brubaker, Braden Fox, Isaac Crawford, also Caleb Doherty with his big foot. <laughs> we say the big foot because he has been coming through for the Brockway as their kicker. And in addition to Blake Persarsing and uh, Jay Weary, John Varachetti, uh, Ben Yell, and also Jonathan Win- Winnings. 
Carter Quaglione, and in addition to Reese Yonner. Now, Bill, you talked to head coach Jay Keigel this yes, morning. Yes, uh, Wings, I think, is going to be at center tonight. John is not going to play, I don't believe, tonight. So we have a okay. couple injuries, two guys out. Matthew uh, uh, is out. Matthew Brubaker is out for tonight, and John uh, Johnny Veracetti. So okay. he'll be absent. We're about ready for this kickoff. I just want to remind you of our sponsor list with Payne Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, New Water Service, Ferrero, Cluck and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Star Trailer Sales, Kramer, Lummer and Molding, Yardworks, Glastown Pizza, Delillo Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Barachetti Holdings LP, and Creekside Auto and Tire. So, thank you for those folks, and we're about ready for the kickoff. Rock will be kicking off from our right to our left. Now, we have no hash marks in this field, so it will be a little more difficult to set the ball. So we'll do our we'll do our best, but the field looks great. Otherwise, the grass looks great, yeah. and we're ready to get this one underway. Yeah. Of course, uh, Rockaway coming in this game with a record of three and zero. And Brody Dittman for Union, AC Valley Union, back for the kickoff return, and Zach Cooper. Okay, so here we go. Ball's going to be taken down around the 10-yard line to the far side of the field as the Falcon Ice will return from our left to our right. And a good return, almost out to the 40-yard line. I think they're on a the market just about right on the 40-yard line. First and 10 for for the Falcon Knights. Last week we had the Falcons. Tonight we've got the Falcon Knights. And then Aiden Wilcox on the kickoff for the Brockway Rovers. Of course, they've had a, you know, with a couple schools combining here, we uh, we know that they had to take the uh, mascot from both. One was the Knights, one was the Falcons, so we have the Falcon Knights. There we go. I'll give you the right sheet here, Bill. Okay, thank you. I appreciate I'm, I'm that. I'm playing the 52 pickup here. Well, we've really had it. We've had to play catch-up <laughs> ball tonight for sure. <laughs> but uh, okay, first down and ten from about the 43-yard line. Falcon Knights moving from left to right, run right up the middle. Ball carrier get across the 45-yard line to about the 46. Bring up a second down. A beautiful night for football. This this weather could not be any more perfect. Going to get a little chilly later on as we start to look at uh, the temperature in the 40s. Sometimes we have to remind people that we have to remind people that this is that this is Pennsylvania. Beautiful day in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it is. It is certainly. Okay, second down and about uh, about seven and a half eight yards to go. Pitch out to the far side. Ball carrier trying to hit the sideline does not make it, so he'll pick up very little if any on that. They might give him just a little bit. Bring up a third down and long. Let's give it a third down and about six, I think, on this. And about a cloud in the sky. Just a beautiful, you know, just a beautiful night. We're testing out a little bit of new equipment here tonight, too. And uh, so I kind of surprised myself when I was able to get it done in a short amount of time <laughs> that we that we had. So We did a lot of scenic route there tonight. We, we sure did. Okay. Third down and uh, about six for the, uh, for the Falcon Knights. Back to pass. Got a receiver out there. Oh, Ball's knocked away and intercepted. And that's uh, Isaac Crawford with the interception. So it was tipped away by the uh, Falcon Knight receiver. And uh, alertly, Isaac Crawford grabbed it. And so first down and 10 in, well, it looks like uh, in Falcon Knight territory at about the 48-yard line. So the uh, Rovers in business in uh, Falcon Knight territory already. I didn't mean to knock you off the chair, Bill. I didn't want to step over you, but what a play there. He was able to tip the ball in the air and get his own uh, interception. Okay, first down and 10 balls resting. Pretty much in the middle of the field right now. We've got a split to the far side and near side. There's a hand off the first man through. That is number 20, and uh, that is Faith. And it uh, looks like he's going to get some time tonight. 
He is a he is a ninth grader, by the way, 5'11", 180 pounds. He's wearing number 20. And that ball, we got a couple yards of that one. Let's give him three or four. So let's bring up a second down right now. A second down at about six on the 45-yard line of the Falcon Knights. Again, Rovers moving from our right to the to their to our right to the left. And uh, keep in mind that this uh, was due to a turnover. We got jet motion right now on a pitch out, and that is uh, Brasarchik, and he's still on his feet. Tries to make a cutback, cannot do it. Does not make it to the uh, 40-yard line. They're going to mark it at about the 41-yard line. And they're going to bring up a third down and short. So third down and about, uh, well, just called about two yards to go for the uh, for the Rovers. Ball's resting near side hash. If we had hash marks, it would be resting on the near side hash mark. Okay. So the Rovers in business, third down and short. Slot to the near side. One wing to the far side this time. Tight end over there as well. Quillow's to the left of Fox back there in the backfield. He will get the handoff and uh, makes a move. Looking for the sideline. Cannot get there. He will not get the first down as he's going to be taken down right at the stick at the yard marker. And so it's going to bring up a fourth down with the same distance. Fourth down about two for the Rovers. Ball right in the middle of the field right now. Fourth down and short for the Rovers. And this their first offensive series of the night by virtue of that interception by the Rovers. And we have a decision time right away for Coach Heigl. Well, I don't think there's a whole lot of decision to make here. You know, they, they're early on there in uh, Falconite territory. They're going to go ahead, go ahead and go for it, I believe. And they will. Full house backfield. Fox under center. And off to the second man through. And that is Faith. And looks like he may get it. Depends on where they mark the ball. Let's see if he will get there. And, oh, he does not get there. And so it'll be a first down for the uh, Falcon Knights as they make the stop on a fourth down and short. They will take over just shy of the 40-yard line. This will be their second offensive series. They are moving into the sun, by the way, so keep that in mind that uh, you can see the sun shining at least half the field anyway. And they're moving right into it right now. they got some pretty good size up on that line for the Union Falcons. Okay, so they've got a first down and 10 from their own 40-yard line. <laughs> Trips to the near side this time, one split to the far side quarterback. We'll keep it, and he's going to be hit immediately. No gain on the play as the uh, Rockway defense was there. And Rockway's defense has played really, really well this you know this year. When you realize that they, the offense has scored 105 points, the defense has stopped other teams from scoring to the to the tune of 19 points. So 105 to 19. So defense has done its job. Yeah, four-man front for Brockway in this uh, drive here, uh, the first play of this uh, possession for Union Knights. And the, the guy in the middle there, uh, Yell, comes in there and makes a stop for the Rovers. Yeah, they got a big body in the middle there at about, uh, what, 275 pounds, I believe, if not more. Okay, quarterback's back to pass. Looking downfield. Cannot get it off as he's rushed back there. Coming up a second or a third down from the same place, the 40-yard line. And uh, let's see, I need to dig out my my other sheet here, which I don't have. For the Falcons, you have one for oh, me, I think, okay. over there. He's stealing all my paperwork. Oh, yes, I am. I gave you the starting lineup paper, and then I... Uh, oh, okay. There you go. Okay, so, yeah, it's it's Dittman. Dittman's a good ball carrier, too, so he will throw a run. And how about um, Jay Weary on the pressure of the quarterback to force him to throw it early? 
Yeah, came in there. That, he had him eight yards deep. Yeah, as we said, that defense has come yeah. to you know they've come to play every single night. Okay, so a third down and long. Let's call it about nine and a half for a first down. Ball's on the 40-yard line. Falcons moving from our left to our right. Trips to the near side. One split to the far side. And there is a flag. Well, we have too much time. That'll mark them off five if we do. And I think we do. So that'll take them back and make this third down a little bit harder to get. I do want to remind folks while I get a chance that we have a, <clears throat> a new sponsor tonight, Jim's Collision. Rockway Big Hit. So uh, we want to make sure that we recognize the big hit tonight when we get one. So, okay, third down. Third down about 14 for the uh, Falcon Knights. Trips to the near side. Dittman back to pass. He's being rushed back there, being grabbed, and that ball is going to land nowhere as it lands on the field. A big rush that time by, let's see, number, I think it was number 67, which is Reese Yonner. Just just a little boy, about 6'3 and 270 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Had a hold of his quarterback shirt, and he wasn't going to do a whole lot with that. Talk about being small when you talk to Coach Heigl on the field when old Reese comes walking by you. <laughs> <laughs> well, punting situation. And, of course, uh, Pasarczyk, who had a career night last week, counted for about 375 yards. He is back to receive the punt. And my question is, and Jake had the same, Coach Jake had the same uh, question, why do they punt to him? Let's see if they punt to him. Okay, here comes the kick. And uh, they are going to punt to him. And he's going to get the ball at the 20-yard line. And looking for a place to run. Makes a nice cutback. Still on his feet. And he's taken out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. And so a nice return from the 20 to about the 43-yard line uh, by Pisarczyk. And you can be sure that we will be saying his name more than one time tonight. We have no score in the game. We're at 7.55 remaining here in the first period. If you're just uh, joining us. We had a nice interview with Coach Jake. It was a little bit long, but I think it was informative, and uh, Jake did a good job in the interview. Okay, ball's near side hash mark. Slot to the far side and the near side. Quelo to uh, Fox's left. He's in the shotgun formation. Hand off to Quelo, looking for running room off the right side. It finds a little bit of room in that hit head-on over there, so he'll pick up a few to bring up a second down at about seven. And I expect uh, <clears throat> Quelo also to have... Uh, more of that over 100 yardage again because he's been able to do that in every game so far this year. You're absolutely right on that part of it. The kids are uh, getting used now to the playing in the grass. So I'm sure they adjusted with the deeper cleats instead of the shorter ones on artificial turf. Bill, you'll be able to help me on that as far as the cleats with the grass and the. Well, yeah, it's it's you know some some kids do very well with the cleats that they use on turf. So. Uh, Fox back to pass. First pass of the game for him. He's going to throw from the 40-yard line, looking out to the uh, far side. It's intended there for uh, number, uh, well, let's see. I didn't see the number. I think it was number nine. I think that was probably Isaac Crawford out there. And so uh, no good. It bring up a third down and about five for the Rovers. As right now, the offense has been uh, slow to start, but that is kind of the norm this year for the Rovers. They do manage to start slowly, and they certainly are doing that tonight. Okay, third down and about five. Ball is at about the 47-yard line. Fox is back there in the shot again. Again, Quelos to his left. We've got a split to the far side. Now we have trips to the uh, near side, so trips to the near side this time. And Fox back to pass, rolling to his left. And there's a quick throw-up pass, and that is taken by Maddox Decker. He plays the tight end position. He's a freshman. He makes the catch, and it is going to be, I think, a... Nope, they're going to bring up a fourth down. They're going to mark it short. And now uh, Decker 
is a ninth grader. Uh, he is 6'4", 215 pounds. It looks like it should be a first down <laughs> where they marked it, and it is a first down. So Star Trekking first down. First first down of the game. And so the uh, Rovers will have a fresh set of numbers as they have a split to the near side with a slot to the near side as well. Split to the far side. Quello to Fox's left again, and he's going to take the hand off and go right and runs into a bunch of people, but still moving his feet. And he is... Uh, he better pick up a couple, but uh, one thing I am sure that the uh, Falcons were looking for, the Falcon Knights, I should say, is they were looking for number two, Mr. Quelo, on the run. And they have been stronger defensively this year than offensively so far. They were able to stop Quelo on the left side of the line of scrimmage, and then they get him here on the right side. Of course, Quelo likes to take that cut off the right guard, and then next time he'll take that cut off the left guard, and he really likes to do that juke. Okay, second and eight. Fox is back to pass. Getting rushed back there, but eludes the uh, onrusher and throws it downfield. He's got a man out there, but overthrows everybody. That was Pasarczyk. So he was rushed. He was hoping Pasarczyk. He was trying to motion him to go ahead and take off, but he kind of gets stuck down there around the uh, around the 10-yard line. So that's going to bring up a, another fourth down for the uh, I'm sorry, third down for the Rovers now. Third down, though, third down and eight. You kind of like to get, uh, you know, three or four on that first down. It gives you an opportunity to, to, you know, do some things on the remaining downs. And thus far, they haven't had a lot of success doing that. <clears throat> okay, third down and eight. Fox back to pass, rolling to his right this time to the far side of the field. Long pass downfield. It's up in the air for anybody, and it's knocked away and no good. So that's going to bring up a fourth down now. From the same place, the uh, 44-yard line of the uh, Falcon Knights. Looks we're, like, oh, I'm sorry, Bill. Good, I was just going to say we're 536 here in the first period. You're just joining us. No score. Number seven, uh, Gage Park uh, for Brockway, a sophomore. He turned into a defensive back on that play. Yeah, definitely was kind of thrown up for grabs there as uh, Brockway is now in punt formation. Fox is back to punt. He'll get the snap at about his own 45-yard line. And the kick is high. A good kick, actually. He's going to get down there around the five-yard line. First tackler misses. And the second, and eventually, ball carrier will go down at about the uh, 12-yard line. And so the Falcon Knights will have it uh, yet again. And thus far, their defense has held up. They've done pretty well so far, and they're staying in the game. That's all you can ask for if you're... Uh, head coach Dan Fleming for the Union Knights as uh, they're staying in the game. That was Trey Fleming on the return for the Knights, and they'll set up first down and 10 on their own 12-yard line. Of course, we were well aware that the Rovers kind of started a little bit slow, and they are they're doing what they have been doing, but they have ended up on the right end of the scale when the game is over. Okay, first down and 10 from the 12-yard line for the uh, Falcon Knights. Have a pistol formation. Hand off to the uh, first back through, and he will get very little as he's buried there at about the 13-yard line. Let's give him about a yard. Well, the sun is uh, finally starting to sink, so the, the field now is sun-free. Okay, second down and about nine now for the uh, Falconites. Slot to the far side and the near side ball resting on what would be the near side hash mark. Dittman is the uh, is the quarterback. He can run as well. Not a very big kid. And uh, throw out there on the near side. Receiver will get it. That is uh, Fleming. And he will bring the ball up 
Well, it was just outside the 15-yard uh, line to about the 17. Let's call it the 17-yard line. Bring up a third down. And about, let's call it a long five. Third down and a long five for the Falcon Knights. They uh, are still locked in their territory as they move from our left to our right. Fleming comes out again to the near side. We've got a trip to the trips to the far side. Well, actually, a, yeah, trips to the far side. Dittman in the shotgun. Gets a snap. Looks to throw. And the man is, uh, I don't know, I'm sure, I think that was going to one of the uh, wideouts there. I think it was going to go to Fox. They do have a Fox on the uh, Falcon Knights side as well. So his name is Aiden Fox. Yeah, sneaking around out there. And we have a Braden Fox on our side. So I have to be careful with my tongue, yeah, what my tongue does tonight. Brockway brought the blitz right up the middle. Kind of a sneaky blitz as uh, it was uh, Maddox Decker bringing the heat up the middle for Brockway. Well, the Quebec didn't get very far back either. As uh, right now, punting formation for the uh, Falcon Knights. Of course, we have Pasarczyk back to return this punt, and the ball will hit the ground. Bounce to Pasarczyk and bounces off of him, and uh, the Knights think they have it, and they do. And so they have it at the 43-yard line, 42-yard line of the Rovers, and just some indecision, indecision on that was Fox with the recovery. <clears throat> And it wasn't our fox, it was the other fox. <laughs> okay, and so, again, a big break for the uh, for the Falcon Knights as they get the ball into uh, Rockaway territory at about the 42, 42-yard line. They're going to mark about the 41 and a half. So, so far, it's gone back and forth. No score in this game thus far with 4-12 remaining in the first period. That means back to pass. Looking downfield, and uh, number 10, that's Fleming, is up there, and uh, no good. I'm surprised <laughs> I'm surprised that well, that flag didn't come out that time because the defender, who was Coelho, I believe, on that play, had his back turned to the ball. Now, fortunately, he didn't push the receiver. I think that's why it wasn't called mm-hmm. on that play, but the, uh, the local fans don't like it. No, usually uh, the home team, you, you can tell if the play goes your way or not your way you can always tell that well we have a mixed bag of fans below us too we got some from Brockway and some from uh, from Union AC Valley as well okay it is a second down and 10 now from the same place about the 41 and a half and running back will take it that is number 10 that's Fleming again he is a senior 5'10 144 pounds quarterback uh, Brody Dittman is a senior as well he's uh, 140 pounds as well so we don't have a large backfield here As we now have a third down, and uh, we're going to have a third down and about eight to go for the uh, Falcon Knights. And thus far, both teams have stalled out or committed, a, you know, an infraction and uh, lost the lost the ball. So Decker was in on that last stop. All right, Mr. Decker, young Mr. Decker. Okay, third down and eight. And uh, let's see if they get pulled off, but we are going to either have a Okay, a motion call against the uh, Falcon Knights as they move first, and then the Rovers move, so they'll walk five off, put them behind the sticks this time. So now it's going to be a third down at about 13 or 14 to go here for a first down for the uh, the Knights. That was at what, blanker right, lineman straight. <laughs> yes, everybody. It's like that quarterback play when the quarterback's not nice to the lineman. He calls the play, you know, everybody off the field except the quarterback. Okay, third down. Let's call it third down about 12 for the Knights. 
Moving from their left to the right. Dittman back to pass. Being rushed back there by Yonner. And the ball is no good as it was intended to be thrown out here to number 17. And I don't have him on my uh, on my sheet. So we do not know who he is. Hmm. Okay. So another punting situation. And uh, Pisarczyk will go back again. And I am sure that he will not attempt to do what he did the last time. Uh, should have gone away from the ball probably and uh, thought, uh, but, you know, he's aggressive. He wants to get the ball and do something with this it. This is one of those things, uh, Bill, where the ball will bounce a little bit different than turf and then on the grass. And oh, I well, definitely. That's won't, caught, that's, won't bounce as high yeah. for sure. Okay, so Sarchik is back at the 10-yard line. Rovers again moving from right to left. Here comes the punt. And Basarczyk this time may think about no good bounce that time, so he'll pick up at the 10-yard line, and he's going down the far side of the field. He got some running room over there. So they're going to call him down somewhere around the 34-yard line. So the Rovers will start from there. They've got 314 here in the first period. There is no score in this game. It's been back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you're right. You're absolutely right. Well, you know, Jake said it during the interview today, and we talked about it afterwards as well, and that is that the Falcon Knights has always, have always given them some trouble. They've always been ready for them. And, of course, when you come in 3-0, and everybody's going to be ready for you. They, they know who the kids are they need to pay special attention to, and I think they've done that. Okay, trips to the near side this time. Fox is calling his guys to move just a little bit closer. Ball's resting near the far side hash mark. Coelho's to his left. Fox rolling to the near side, looking downfield, and then just dumps it off here to uh, Decker, and Decker will be decked at the uh, 45-yard line or close to it. So it'll look a haul about the 44-yard line. So that'll bring up a second down now and about four to go for the Rovers. Is that a hit of the sponsor, a hit there? Well, that, that I, I wouldn't call that, you know. Okay, uh, I'll let you make those calls. Yeah, I, I mean, what we're looking for from uh, from our sponsor is that big hit. The big Yeah, hit. the big okay. hit. That's going to be sponsored by Jim's Custom. So we haven't seen one quite yet. Though. But if that happens, we hope nobody gets hurt as a result of it. So. Okay, so the second down, and about four and a half. Fox throw out there, and that's caught by Pisarczyk, and he will get the star trucking first down with his forward progress. But he hit almost immediately, so he has not yet been able to get loose tonight. But there is the first down as the Rovers will get into, into the Falcon territory at about the, oh, let's call it the 47, about the 47-yard line. Again, it's very difficult when there are no hash marks down there to get the exact place. But So we have to guess that just a little bit. We're going to call it the 47. I think that's pretty good. First down and 10 for the Rovers. 2-11 remaining here in the first period. No score. Attempted to run off the left side that time, and Quelo really gets buried about the 45-yard line. So he'll pick up a couple. It'll be a second down at about seven now for the Rovers. And when you, when you look down at the uh, Falcon Knights, one thing that you see is there are not a lot of big kids on that sideline. I mean, when you look down here, they don't appear to be big kids. Now, maybe when you get down closer, they, some of them might be a little bigger than you expect. But when you look at the program, you don't see a lot of big kids either. Okay, second down and about eight to go. Jet motion by Pisarczyk and a pass down. Phil, and the receiver is wide open. That is Decker, and he will make the catch still on his feet. And then Amar came forward progress about the 32-yard line. And so that is another star trucking first down. And, and what a good kid this freshman is, uh, Decker. Yeah, he's playing many... a good game both ways so far. Defense is now pulling in his second reception here uh, tonight with yeah. a minute 19 remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, how many freshmen do you get coming up that are 
six four and two fifteen. You know, not too many times no. that happens. Okay, ball near side hash. Fox is back there with Quelo in the shotgun. Is Fox slot near side, slot far side. Block the pass is Fox at his forty, looking downfield and decides he's going to go ahead and run and slides down. Good, good idea. They took the official down with him, but a good idea for Fox to slide right there. Don't take the hit because that looked like it might have been one of the big hits yeah. of, of the night, and we don't need Fox getting hit like that. So, okay, second down now. It's going to be second down about uh, about uh, about five yards to go for a first down for the Rovers. Finally, they're getting a little something happening, but they're not getting what they want downfield. You never guess, Bill, what that official does during his day job. What does he do during his day job? He's a truck driver. Oh, okay. He had a chance to talk to these guys oh, okay. before the game. All right. Well, sometimes you wonder, what do these guys do? What's their, their real job, you know? Okay, looks like we might have somebody that either has an equipment issue or an injury issue, somebody is coming out on the field here, and I'm not sure who they're coming out to see. But this individual came from the uh, rover sideline, and I don't know whether she may be the trainer. I'm not sure. In any event, we have uh, a pause by the officials right now to determine what in the world is happening. I can't tell you because I don't know. But I can tell you this, that it's second down and six for the rovers. There are 40 seconds remaining here in the first period. There is no score in this game thus far. Okay, looks like we're going to have a timeout here. So while we have a timeout here, we are going to take a 30-second timeout. We'll be right back right after the, after this. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. So, where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia. Their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus, their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone? GlastownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're about ready to come out of this timeout. Both teams going back out on the field. We've got 40 seconds remaining here in the first period. There's no score. Second down and six for the Rovers as they move from our right to our left. Ball is resting on the the Falcon Knights 26-yard line. So will we get a score in the first period? It's possible that we won't. Okay, second down and six for the uh, for the Rovers. Okay, look like we're, looks like we're ready for action now. Split to the near side on the far side. There is a tight end in the game. That is Decker. Quillo's on the left side of Fox. Fox is in the shotgun. We've got a wing, too, and there is a run by uh, Quillo, and he is loose, and he is up and and he's tackled just shy of the goal line. They're going to mark it right at the one-yard line. It might even be closer than that, but that is another star trucking first down, and so... With 26 seconds remaining in the first period, it looks like maybe, just maybe, we might get a score. <laughs> but again, we talked about the slow start, and we certainly have a slow start tonight as well for the Rovers. They seem to be injected with something, and again, I'm just kidding, <laughs> injected with something at halftime, <laughs> you know, maybe a little Gatorade or orange juice or something. Okay, full house backfield. Guess what this is going to be? Okay, and there is a handoff, and that is, I believe, Pisarczyk back there, and that is a touchdown. And so with 9.2 seconds remaining, it is Pisarczyk in for the touchdown. And uh, so the score 
6-0 right now with the uh, extra point upcoming, and that is going to be, let's see, I believe it's going to be number 11. Number 11 is Kel Dockery. He's also a freshman, 6 foot 190, so they get some big freshmen. I don't know what, the, what they fed those kids in ninth grade or in eighth grade, but uh, they're certainly big kids. Okay, and so the freshman will line it up. He wears number 11. Ball is up, and it is good. And so, with 9.2 seconds remaining in the first period, the Rovers take the lead, 7-0. We'll be back with the Rover kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Creekside Auto and Tire is a trusted name in the Brockway area. John, Chris, and Lisa are Brockway born and raised and are longtime supporters of the Brockway Rovers. From state inspections, oil changes, and great prices on major tire brands to all types of repairs and maintenance, Creekside Auto and Tire keeps you running safe and smooth all year long. Call Lisa to schedule a tune-up or to get some winter tires on your vehicle before that winter weather blows in. Visit Creekside Auto in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. I want to remind you with our sponsorship we have for the, the first down, we have the play of the game, we have the drive of the game, sack of the game, halftime show, and the coin toss, and the time's up. And we'll let you know about those that go. The time's out are, are brought to you by Sunrise Coffee, featuring gourmet coffee and local art in downtown Brockway. So we thank them for that. Our first downs, of course, uh, brought to you by Star Trucking at Reynoldsville. Now hiring for all positions. So there you go, John. Star Trucking. Give them a call. And we have, the, of course, the drive of the game, the play game. We'll bring that stuff up to you here as we go. Okay. Here's the kickoff. Going to hit right around the 10-yard. It's going to be taken down there. And uh, the ball carrier is going to take it to the far side of the field. And it's going to be get still on his feet. And go, he's still on his feet for some, <laughs> for some odd reason. And that is number 11. That's Cooper. And he will uh, get the ball all the way out. And a nice return there. They're going to mark it uh, outside, I believe, the 30-yard line at about the 32-yard line. So they're going to mark it at the 32-yard line, and that will be a first down and 10 now for the Falconites. And they'll be on their way that to was see a, what they can do. That was a bookend drive for the Brockway Rovers, all set up by the kickoff return by, or, or the punt return by uh, Blake uh, Pisarczyk, he went 23 yards on that return, set up the Rovers at the 39, and then they drove the ball down for the uh, score. Okay, we have a timeout on the field right now, so we're going to take a 30-second break, and we'll be right back after this message. You're listening to Sunday 106, you're home for Rover football. Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food and hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9, to experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. We are right at the beginning now of the uh, second period. Our score is 7-0 in favor of the Rovers. Very slow start. Uh, actually, slow start both ways. But the Rovers, have we've known about them with their slow start. But now they're on the board. And they are on defense right now with their... They're moving now from our left to our right, and we have the Falcons in their blue. The Falconites moving from our right to our left as we're just beginning the second period. And back in Dubois, we have Ridgeway in town tonight, I do believe, taking on the Dubois Beavers. 
got a little stop in the action out there right now for, for some reason. So, again, somebody from the far sideline has come back out. Uh, I think it's the trainer. So I don't have any clue what is going on right now. No, the guys are huddling up to see if they can get things all squared away and get it right on. Bill, I was referring to that drive the Rovers had. They had some big plays. It started with that 23-yard um, punt return, and then there were some big plays in between, and, and ended up with a big run by Quelo for 25 yards, and then the one-yard touchdown plunge by Blake Versarsic, and so a couple of big plays in there by Maddox Decker, uh, the big tight end freshman for the Brockway Rovers. Okay, back to pass. Is Dittman looking downfield? No good. Hits the grass. It's no good, so bring up a second down now from their own 33-yard line, the Falcons. They have been in their own territory most of the uh, night tonight. They did manage to get into uh, Rover territory one time, but could not uh, get any points out of that. So the sun has sunk in the west. At least I think it's still the west, isn't it? Yes. Okay, all right, good. I, I just not, wanted to let t- you know. Tonight I'm, not, tonight I'm not sure about it. <laughs> Okay. Coming up at halftime, we'll tell you about our wild journey down to oh, no, uh, please don't. Rymersburg. Don't even, don't even mention <laughs> we it. We won't even mention it. All right, trips to the far side. Ball resting near side hash. Falcon Knights. Dittman, keeper, going to be tackled right there at the 30-yard line. So he'll lose a couple of yards on that play. That went nowhere. In fact, it didn't not only go nowhere, it went backwards. That was uh, Yonner, Reese Yonner, the little guy, 6'3", 270. He's a senior. And uh, when he gets a hold of you, I don't think you're going anywhere. No, he just busted that up uh, like uh, Humpty Dumpty falling off the wall. I mean, there was nowhere to go for the young quarterback for the Union uh, Knights, okay, it's Falcon Knights. Falcon Knights, right. So third down and 12 now for the Falcon Knights as we're in the second period right now. From their own 30-yard line, slot far side and near side, Dittman is in the shotgun formation. And he is back to pass, looking downfield, being brushed there. Oh, ball is caught. Short of the line of gain, but the ball is caught somewhere around the 43-yard line. So it's going to be close, though. Let's see what that all depends. Oh, they're going to call it a first down. So that's start talking first down. The receiver is Trey Fleming. He is arguably their best receiver. I think uh, we have a, a Fleming on the coaching staff, do we not? So yeah, I would say, coach, I would say, <laughs> yes, he's the head coach. So I would say that there might be a relationship a there. Yeah, yeah maybe a connection. But he has definitely figured in their offense in all the games they played this year and uh, in a big way. Okay, so a first down now for for the Falcon Knights. So they are on the move right now. Let's see what they can bring out of this. Now what do we have? There was a flag on the field. It, do we have a roughing call? I think we do. That's going to be a 15-yarder. And so that's going to bring the Falcon Knights into uh, Brockway territory. And they will have... There, start trucking first down by virtue of that uh, of that penalty. So they're going to put the ball down at about the 41-yard line, about 41-and-a-half-yard line. And so the Falcon Knights will have it from there in uh, Brockway territory. I'll tell you, those penalties will hurt you. Okay, trips to the far side. One split to the near side. Pistol formation. Didn't inspect. They're still calling signals. And he is back with a pitch out to the far side. And, uh, oh, this could be a loss all the way back to about the 45-yard line. So I'm with a four-yard loss on that play. I'm trying to think who carried that ball that time. And I don't, uh, maybe you have it on your sheet. I think it was, I thought it was 28, but I'm not sure. 
But anyway, that'll be a, a loss on the play all the way back to the 45-yard line of the Rovers. So second down and about 14 to go. We're on 10-21 on a running clock right now in the second period. Rovers lead it by a score of 7-0 over the Falcon Knights. Slot near side ball resting far side hash as the Falcon Knights move from our right to our left. Second and long. And hand off to the near side ball carrier. will pick up perhaps we'll give him two yards in that play or a long one. Bring up a third down. That was Michael Yerke on the carry for the uh, for the AC Valley Union uh, combination schools. They consolidated their pro football programs. And Brockway was just staying low with the linemen. And that that's usually does well if you're the big linemen going against each other. You get that low gravity. And that's how you you get really consistent blocking against each other. Well, yeah, and definite passing situation now with a third down and 12. The ball resting on their on the uh, Rovers 45 yard screen pass, and uh, the catch is made. And the uh, ball is running room as he's inside the 25 yard line, inside the 20 yard line, down close to the 15 yard line. So a great call that time, and great execution. There was a rover there, but he was buried by three people. I could not make the tackle. And so that is a star trucking first down, and the uh, the Falcons pulled a good one out right there. The wall carry, I believe, John, was was it? Uh, Yerke again, I thought. Number 25 for Union. Farley on the. the yeah, I don't have the second sheet. That's the second my problem. Sheet. Yeah. So if you can find it for me, let me know. Here you go. Okay. I even have the starter circuit for you. Oh yes. I did know that. <laughs> okay. Ball uh, carry off the left side again. That is. Uh, that is Gallagher. I think, uh, well, one problem, too, John, is that you said 20. Did you say 25? Uh, there's there's no 25 on the sheet, so I have, okay. to, I'll have to pick up that number. It might be more like 22. That, yeah, it's 22. 22. Or, I'm sorry, 23. Yeah, yeah, Gallagher, 23. Yep. Uh, he is a sophomore, 5'9", 181, so a good-sized kid. And he's had a couple nice runs. And so we have a second down now, and about six balls resting on the 12-yard line of the Rovers. Dittman back to pass, and he's going to take off and sit. No, I'm sorry. Short pass, very short pass, but it was effective, and it will be good for the first down. And so there will be a first down for the uh, Falcon Knights. And it is down. They've got the ball marked right at the five-yard line with a first down. And so the, the, the Knights are in, in great shape right now with uh, 8.07 and running clock here in the uh, in the first half. Slot near side this time. Ball's pretty much in the middle of the field. Slot to the far side as well. Dittman is in the shotgun. To his left is Gallagher. Oh, there's some leaning going and, on. And uh, here comes uh, here comes Dittman looking for a place to go, and there is no place to go. And so he's going to lose back to about well, Fort Progress. So he'll use, lose about one, although he was driven back probably about five. But they're going to mark it at the six-yard line, I do believe. Yeah, sometimes you look at teams on the film and you watch them for a long time. Sometimes there's a little tendencies to give the play away. And a, a lineman was kind of leaning, like, here comes the run all the way. And Yale for Brockway came in and sniffed that one right out and gets a, the big tackle for a loss. Okay, second and seven. Ball is at the seven-yard line. So I should say second and goal because that's what it is. 7-18 on running clock here in the first half. Very little very little scoring. Pistol formation. Dippin looking to pass. Passes out and is caught. And that is a touchdown at the 7.08 mark. And trying to catch that number. Is it Fleming? But that is uh, that was a nice drive, actually, by uh, 
by the Falcon Knights. And a slant pass there was good for for the touchdown. And so 7-6 to six now at the 7-8 mark in the first half. That penalty really hurt, and it hurt. penalties hurt. Yes. Uh, and there's a perfect example where the penalty just took the uh, air out of the balloon. Yeah, it sure did. It hasn't backed up. Okay, here comes the extra point attempt. That is by 20, is that 22? Is down and blocked. So I don't know if that was Yarner in there. He was in there. I'm not sure if he blocked it, but hey, no good. So our score remains 7-6 to six in favor of the Rovers at the 7-8 mark here in the first half. And we'll be back with our Falcon Knight kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Verichetti Holdings LP, which includes Phoenix Sintered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Sintered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. On the field or in the workplace, excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make the difference. Go Rovers! The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're ready for the Falcon Knight kickoff. They had a great drive going and scored with 7.08 remaining here in the first half. They missed the extra point, so it's 7-6 to six in favor of the Brockway Rovers. We have uh, Pasarczyk is back there. And he will receive this kickoff at the, about the 20-yard line, and he's trying to get to the far side. Back, let me see. I'm trying to. It is not Pasarczyk, actually. It's Brubaker. So it is Brubaker, and that's Andrew. Maddie is not playing tonight, so it's Andrew Brubaker. He's a senior, 6'2", 175, and uh, so he brought that ball back that time, across the 30-yard line to the 31-yard line. So the Rovers will have their first offensive series here from the 31-yard line. 7.02 remaining here in the first half. Rover starting slow as uh, as usual. I hate to say that, but it's true. <laughs> uh, trips to the near side, one split to the far side. Ball resting pretty much the far side hash mark as the Rover's move from our left to our right. Fox is back there with Quelo looking downfield, looking for a man out there. He's got a man open at the 40. And I believe, let's see who that is. Cage Park. Okay, Park is in the game. Yeah, 10th grader, 5'6", 130. And so he made that catch. Night job by him. He's wearing number seven tonight. And that is a star trucking first down for the Rovers as they start up strong in this uh, in this particular drive at 6.54 on a stop clock right now in the first half. Fox. Shotgun formation, split far side and near side. Hand off to Aquello, looking for a ring room across the left side, brings it back to the middle, and will cross the 45-yard line to the 46-yard line. So good yards on that play Boy, by good, Mr. Quello. Yeah, good vision by Quello that time. They had the pulling guard and the, the tackle coming clear across, and then Quello went up uh, through the, the gut with a nice uh, block by the center for the Brockway Rovers. A good pickup. That's a good, uh, good play up front by the line for the Brockway Rovers. Well, if there's a little bit of room, Quella will find it. Slot to the far side, ball's near side hash mark. And we have another freshman, that's Kelp Doherty. He's split to the near side this time. Quello's to the right of Fox. Fox is in the shotgun formation, as he usually is. Second down and five. 
Hand off to Quello off the left side. Breaks it outside now. And running out of room over there, but still on his feet. And he will make it perhaps to the marker. He knocks the, the marker over, or they dropped it. So he's very close to it. Let's see if he got the first. It all depends on where they marked it. And it looks like it's a little bit shy, but not by much. So it's be third down and about uh, oh, maybe half a yard over there. By the looks of it, ball's going to be resting on the near side hash. Third down and short for the Rovers. Ball resting just inside the 50-yard line at about the 49 and three-quarter mark. Yeah. Coelho ran a lot more than just for the four yards, Bill. He ran from the near side clear to the far side. That's a lot of yardage, but he did get a four out of this. Well, he was inside and then broke it outside, and there's handoff to Coelho again, and he will have the star trucking first down. He's knocked backwards, but his uh, forward progress takes him to about the 46-yard line. And so slowly and methodically right now, the Rovers are moving down the field. They've got uh, five minutes and 48 seconds to get it done here in the first half. Their offense has been a little bit sluggish here in the first half, but they'll crank it up at some point, I feel certain. I think it, you know, at some point, and and. I know Coach Jake was a little afraid of this, that uh, of them looking ahead to next week to Port Allegheny. And, of course, uh, as much as you say, don't do that, you know, they're, they're going to do it. Okay, there's a pass by Fox out to the far side. It is caught out there. <clears throat> Ball carrier knocked out of bounds over there. I believe that is our friend Park who makes that catch, and he gets the star trucking first down. So the uh, the sophomore park is getting some action tonight made a great catch out there on the far sideline and gets the first down ball is going to be resting somewhere around the oh, 35 yard line looks like about the 35 yard line of the uh, of the uh, knights quail to the right of fox fox in the shotgun again slot to the far side this time with a wing on this side too and here comes a jet uh, jet motion and that hands off is going to be to pisarchik and looking for some running room and he will fall over, I think, trip over one of his own players down there, one of the linemen. And that's going to be a second down. So he didn't get a lot out of that. It looked like it was going to be more. But uh, they'll give him very little, if any, out of that, as we'll bring up a second down and 10 from the uh, 35-yard line once again, just inside the 35, I should say. About the 34. It looks like they marked it about the 34-yard line, so the Rovers will have it there. Quail to the left of Fox this time. Slot to the far side. Wing to the near side. And here comes Jet Motion once again. Fake the handoff that time. And Fox looking to pass, but he's being rushed out of the pocket. Can he get his feet planted and throw? No. So he just throws it into the ground, which is which is wise to do. This time it was the Union and Falcons brought the pressure with Max Gallagher bringing the heat. Everybody was uh, being blocked well up front by Brockway, but the Union showed that they can bring the blitz as well, and they brought it. Well, so far they've uh, defensed the Rovers well with uh, 4.33 remaining here. They're only down by one, 7-6. Okay, so the Rovers with a third down and 10 now. Again, Fox is in the shotgun. Split to the near side. Wing to the far side and a split. And there's the handoff to Coelho. Got right up the middle. Got some running room. And they're going to uh, stop him somewhere around the 26-yard line. I think they're going to mark it at the 26-yard line. He had to get to the 20. Well, let's see. They, he did get pushed back. I don't know where they're going to mark it. I think the sideline marker is not correct right now. They're going to. Well, it looks like they're marking it. It's difficult, like I said, without the hash marks to know exactly. But they're going to mark it at, I think, the 25-yard line or 
outside the 25. No, you're marking it at the 27. Looks like the 25 from here. We have a lot of bodies in front of it. Okay, but it's a fourth down. Keep that in mind. So we got a fourth down and three. The Rovers have it on the uh, Falcon Knights 27-yard line. 3.52 on a running clock right now in the first half. There's a handoff to Quello off the left side. And it looks like he's going to get inside the 25-yard line. If he does, that will be a first down. And so let's see what it's yeah. going to be. Yes, he does. Yeah. Star trucking first down as Quello will pick it up with uh, 3.44 on a stop clock right now. Give credit to head coach or offensive coordinator Frank Verichetti. He called the right play at the right time. Blitzing outside. And with three down linemen and two guys on the outside standing up on that play, it was the perfect call well, up the, the middle. Yep, it was a, a good call and a good run by Quello. He will find the open spot. Okay, so first down and 10 from the 20. They have it marked at the 22-yard line. The Rovers have it. as They're moving from our left to our right. Jet motion to the near side. Fox back to pass, and he gets it out here. And that is the Doherty, and he's going to be hit immediately at the 25-yard line. So that one went nowhere. It looked like the defense was looking for that one. They sure were. To mention the outside linebackers, they're standing up uh, for the uh, Golden Knights. And uh, you remember, they used to be the Golden Knights, right? Union Knights. The Falcon the Knights now. Yeah, the Falcons and the Golden Knights, they combine now. They call them the Falcon Knights. Well, Falcon Knights have had uh, a defense that's been uh, pretty stalwart so far against the Rovers, as the Rovers now have a second down and 12. 2.37 on the running clock. They're ahead by one, 7-6. Back to passes. Fox looking downfield and got a man open. And let's see if it's intercepted. No, no. Is, I think it is picked up. Is it picked off in the end zone or is it caught? It was dropped and then a penalty marker came in. So this oh, will be an interesting call here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we'll see what it is. It could be offense or defense, but if it's. Uh, yeah, it looks like be. they're both going for it. You right. know, they both jumped up for it, but. Uh, I don't know what the call is going to be, to tell you the truth. It, it should be a defense, because if you throw a flag in the end zone with two receivers going up for it, it usually goes for the uh, yes. offensive player. Well, sometimes... sometimes but we're not there. Yeah, sometimes Sometimes <laughs> the word usual doesn't work, you no. know. Well, anyway... The uh, defensive player went up, but the offensive player has every right to get the ball. Well, he has every right to knock it down, too. Yeah. If he try, try, it looked it like down. he was trying to knock it down, really. Okay, so what do we have? What do we have? Tell us what it is. Face mask. Oh, we have face mask. Oh. oh, it's going to go against Brockway. So that wipes out any. Oh, so on the process of coming back down, oh. I think he grabbed the face mask. So that makes a big difference. I there. didn't expect that call because no. we couldn't see it from here, of course. So that's a big penalty right there. So the Rovers are back now. So that wipes out any indication oh. of a pass interference. Yeah, we're, we're back to the 40-yard line now. Uh, and uh, so what do the Rovers have in their pocket here as they are... Uh, in a passing formation, a split to the near side, double or a slot to the far side. Quello's on the right side of Fox, and he's just going to hand it off to Quello and let him go. And he's still on his feet, but he's got tacklers in front of him, and he will go virtually, well, I shouldn't say nowhere. He picked up a few on that play. So they will have a long third down now. And we're under two minutes here in the first in the first half. And it will be third down and uh, what they used to say forever. You know, it's third down and about, uh, what, 23 yards to go for a first down. From Reimersburg to Knox. Yes. I think we covered that territory tonight, didn't we? Okay, here we go. Third down and back the pass is Fox looking downfield, being rushed back. They've got him out open. And uh, 
He had a knee down when he caught it, so that's going to be down outside of the 25-yard line. They're going to mark it, I think, somewhere around the 26-yard line. And try field goal, Bill, with the... Uh... Well, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be fourth down. You try for the end zone at 120 on a running clock here in the first in the first half. Well, you got a young, uh, you got plenty of young legs that can boot it through there. Yeah, I don't think they'll go for it. It's a little too far, I think, for the. Uh, I don't think they're going. They're going to try and get it in the end zone because they have to. It's fourth down yeah. or get the first down short of the yeah. the end zone here, which is you know, is possible for them to do. Fox has rushed out there, passes downfield. And is it caught or no? There's a flag on the field. And where that flag was thrown, that could have been a holding on part of an offensive yeah. lineman also. We don't know if that catch was made or not. Did they call it a catch? Receiver was down on the ground trying to scoop it. But we'll have to wait and see if that penalty is against uh, the defense and Brockway will have another chance. But it looks like it might be against them for holding. Let's see what it is. And it is. So that penalty will, will be refused and that ball will go over to the to the Falcon Knights with 55 seconds remaining here in the first half. And this is another opportunity at halftime for uh, Coach Jake to peel the paint off the wall in the locker room. Yeah, another uh, key penalty that stops another Broadway yes. Rover drive. Yes, that and, is. And then the uh, Falcon Knights bend, but they don't break again here against Brockway's offense. 7-6 to six to score, 55 seconds to go here in the first half. And after a 72 to nothing draw, uh, drubbing last week, the uh, Golden, or I keep saying it right, the Falcon, Falcon Knights, Knights, yep. Falcon Knights <laughs> have, are hanging in here tonight. Okay, and so they're going to just uh, run it right ahead. Paul Carey doesn't get much, so it can be stopped about the 20-yard 20, 20 line. <clears throat> 46 seconds on running clock. First half, 7 to 6. And there are a lot of folks listening that, uh, are probably thinking that we thought would be a lot more by this time. But, again, the dynamics, the dynamics that uh, Rockway players may be looking a little bit ahead, and uh, that will do it to you. So this is a wake-up call, and I expect them to get awakened at halftime. Yes, I would say so. But the, the most important thing is it's the penalties. The two big penalties yes. have, have taken a drive completely and points off the board, I would definitely say that because the drives were going smoothly, nice calls were being made, the kids were responding, and and then all of a sudden, two big plays, well, two big penalties. Yeah, no shot, no, no, no doubt they've chopped themselves in the foot a few times here in the first half. So they will hope that they can clean it up here in the uh, in the second half. If not, we got a ball game. We got a ball game, and of course, uh, Coach Jake was well aware of uh, you know what may happen tonight if the kids are not focused on on. The task at hand. Okay, so there's 36 seconds remaining. Falcons will have it. They have a second down, about eight to go on their own 20-yard line. I don't expect them to do anything too fancy here right now. They will probably just run their running offense as we have a nice wide split to the near side. But you have nothing to lose too, Bill. Trips to the far side. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they will air it out, see if they can get something out of it. And uh, Dittman is back to pass, that uh, uh, looking for that pass ahead earlier, and he's going to just throw it out of bounds. But, you know, they had that nice little pass earlier that worked for them very well. It looked like they were trying to set it up that time. That little delay pass out in the flat, and that time the uh, Rovers were there, and it went for not. And so that will bring up a third down now, same distance, third down and eight, same place, 20-yard line. And we're down to 28 seconds now remaining here in the first half. 
Okay, I see the official talking to someone on the sideline over there. I didn't see a flag on the field. Is there an equipment issue? I don't know. Number 55 for the Rovers is going off the field. Number 55 is uh, is weary. And, of course, I think we have him replacing uh, Varachetti tonight at center. I think he's moved over there to center tonight, and he's off the field right now. He also plays defense, so he's, he just kind of gingerly went off the field right now. So let's see what uh, is happening as the official has a discussion with one of the one of the coaches over there. I'm not sure if that it might be Donnelly that he was talking to. And there is a penalty on the play. We didn't see that signal. We didn't get a signal, but uh, the ball has moved back to the 15-yard line now. So it is second down now and 12 for the uh, Falcon Knights. So they are <clears throat> in their own territory, and we only have 28 seconds remaining. They've got a slot near side and far side. Dippen is the quarterback. He's in the shotgun formation. And he will hand it off to the uh, running back that was to his left. And I didn't catch that Gallagher is the uh, running back, and he'll pick up a few. As the clock is stopped once again, and what do we have? Uh, do we have a timeout on the field? I think maybe we do. Okay, we have a timeout on the field with 22 seconds remaining. Our score is 7-6 in favor of the Rovers. And we'll be back in 30 seconds with more action. Uh, listening to Sunday 106, your home for Rover football. Down, set, Panda's put in the work this football season to be your ultimate defense with the Spitzer Shield. She'll catch you great deals and help you score Panda protection with our lifetime nationwide powertrain warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. While Panda increases her speed, you can too with the Spitzer Speed Pass, where you can shop online anytime at Spitzer Auto World Dubois. Must complete regular maintenance at the manufacturer's specified intervals and documented. Any breakdowns must be completed at a Spitzer location within 40 miles. Warranty effective anywhere in the continental United States of America, Alaska, Hawaii, and Canada. Complimentary maintenance applies to new vehicle purchases. See dealer for complete details. The home of Brockway Rovers football is sunny 106. Okay, we're back. We've got 22 seconds remaining here in the first half. Our score is 7-6 to six in favor of Brockway by virtue of a next missed extra point by the Falcon Knights. Or we would have been all tied up in this one, which was a little surprise to me. In some respects, but then in other respects, it's not when you consider, you know, the big game coming up next week for the Rovers, and they might be thinking a little bit ahead. And at halftime, I think they'll get their head turned on right, and we'll see what happens after that. If not, Coach Jake will be very unhappy. Okay, here we go. Third down and 10 for the Falcon Knights. Dippen keeps the ball, looking for a run to the sideline, and he's going to be dragged down there. And they're going to throw a flag. They're going to call that, I am sure. You know the old uh, grab the uh, grab the shoulder pad yes. <laughs> up around the neck area and throw the ball or the other, down. The, the regular word, unnecessary roughness. <laughs> <laughs> well, that used to be the call. Now it's a little different call. I think yeah. call it a horse collar now, but yeah. uh, that uh, seems to be what they're going to call in this play. And there's been a you know a, horse just a, yeah. a, a, a rash of penalties here of late in this game, and mm-hmm. so it's one of those games where. If you're not Each sharp, you know, going you create between, a lot of these things yeah. when you're not sharp. In between the 20s, and then, like I said, either team would get something going. So there's yeah. no no doubt that the Rovers don't look sharp right now. No. I mean, one hopes that they can look sharp in the second half, but they certainly have not looked sharp in the first half, to be honest. That word you look for from the coaches want their teams to come out with a lot of intensity. And the intensity was showing on both teams, there was no doubt. But then... Uh, it seems like the intensity is only you, you just pat a couple heads in the in the huddle and it's there. But yeah, it seems yeah. like it's you, okay. you have a, you have to have everybody working together. 
Well, we're going to have a measurement on the field right now. We're down to 15 seconds remaining here in the first half. And you don't say that, that say the effort's not there from everybody because everybody gives it to at all until the final whistles. You know, everybody gives it to their all. Well, and what happens when you come out uh, not full speed? You know, if you're kind of saving it for the prom, if you will, as we used to say back in the old days. Uh, <laughs> did you say that, that in the old days? Oh, though? sure, we did, yes. Oh, and, okay. and, well, the coaches said that, you know, don't, oh, save that it for the, don't save it for the prom. So the older folks that are listening to me know what I'm talking, I'm talking about. Okay. okay. So. Well, Grandma, too. Grandma, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, this, and when you do that, you give the opposition an opportunity to uh, to get inspired. And okay. so right now, when the Falcon Knights go in, hey, we're playing a 3-0 and team here, yeah, and we're, we're only one to. point away from tying them. Exactly. And so it gives them encouragement. The last thing you want to do is give your, your enemy the encouragement. <laughs> you know. Okay, so it is uh, <clears throat> third down. we got 15 seconds here. It's third down and just about one, not even one, really. And Dittman is back, going to get the handoff, get the handoff over to the uh, running back, and it looks like we have, do we have another pen? We do. We have a flag on the field. I think we have an equal procedure call against the against the uh, Knights, and so, and that that tells you something, too. When you see a lot of flags, you're talking about, many in many cases, uh, concentration, and so concentration has to be there. You start making those kinds of mistakes, and that we're seeing a lot of tonight. I made a few concentration this, errors myself just trying to get here. And kind of the flow right now is hard for to keep picking each play and keep moving and moving because the, the snell pace of the game right now is kind of hard for <laughs> the, both teams right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Here we go. Hand off uh, third down right up the middle. Pick up a few yards, and that looks like it will be the last play unless we have a timeout. And do we? Yeah, we do. I think we, I think we want a fourth down. There's timeout on the field. We're going to keep it right here. We only have nine seconds remaining here in the first half. When we get to halftime, we will chat about uh, what we've seen in the first half. And unfortunately, there's not a whole lot to chat about. And so we'll, uh, but we will think of something while you uh, go and get your pizza or whatever it is that you have, you know, at home. As long as um, Grandma Fasarsic is not... She's going to wait to really cheer about something in the second half because well, it, she's it, she's it, home getting making some halupkis uh, for the for Sunday. Yeah, there you yes. go. Yes. Okay. Nine seconds remaining here as we're on a timeout here in the first half. Rovers coming out in their custom custom. They're they're custom to uh, you know taking their time in the first half. Letting the other team be encouraged a little bit, and then they come back and smack them. This is this well, has been this has been their their game plan, yeah. I think, this year so far. And I know that drives the coaching a, staff yeah. crazy, you know, to see it happen, to see them start so yeah. slow. But uh, normally, what has happened is that they come out in the second half and make those corrections, right. and uh, then they, they look you know, like the team they are again. This has a different feel to it tonight, though. This, it does. This has a different feel. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. Pasarczyk's back standing at his own 40-yard line. As we're going to get a punt here with uh, 10 seconds. They've put it up to 10 seconds now. Okay. So after that timeout, we gained a second. I don't know how that happened, but yeah. we did. Okay, so Pasarczyk, this will be the last last deal of the game here as the, here comes the punt. And he will get it at the 40-yard line and make a move and try to get loose. He's got the sideline over there if he can make a play. And he does. He's still on his feet. Still on his feet. Goes down at the 35-yard uh, line. And that is the end of the first half. Our score, the Rover 7 and the Falcon Knights 6. And we'll be back with a halftime show after this 
Two-minute timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for rubber football. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport and Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131. Configuring the Bluetooth, deciding who controls the music, remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. See Swift Kennedy and Company for your auto owners. 100 Meadow Lane, Dubois. Swift Kennedy. Insurance with integrity. When you need a tux or just a suit, formal wear, for a wedding, prom, homecoming, and semi-formal dance, any important occasion, look your best with the hottest styles from Joe's Tuck Shop, including suit rentals with ties and vests to match any dress, all the accessories like shoes and shirts, suspenders, dry cleaning and alterations too. For tux fittings, call to make an appointment. Joe's Tuck Shop, West Long Avenue, downtown Du Bois. When you need to look your best, just go to Joe's. Joe'sTuckShop.com. Go, go Rovers. Rovers. The keys to success include hard work, perseverance, and dedication. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway know this better than anyone because they have set these as their building blocks for business. Keywater and Holt Drilling of Rockway are your water specialists for bottled water treatment and water well drilling, including water wells, pumps, tanks, treatments, and geothermal. Holt Drilling has a certified well driller and the area's first international ground source heat pump certified installer. Call Keywater Services and Holt Drilling at 265-8981 for all your water needs. Best of luck, Rover. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. It is halftime delivers along with uh, John Allen tonight. And, uh, John, it's uh, it's nice that we finally made it. We were rushed a little bit at the end there because of my stupidity. <laughs> I, uh, I, showed, I showed up at the uh, other field, which is over at Foxburg, and then we had a terrible time trying to find our way back over here. There was a detour along the way, too. I remembered that uh, a little while ago. And so... We just had a little difficulty getting here. I got here later than I'd like to get to a venue so I can get things prepared and relax, and uh, that was not the case. We were really rushed at the end here. But we made it, got on the air on time, and uh, so we'll, uh, I just want to, before you get to your, you, you've got some statistics, but I'll, before you get to those, I just want to remind our folks back home uh, about uh, those that sponsor this program, Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, U Water Service, Ferro, Cruck, and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, Fremer Lumber and Molding, Yardworks, Last Town Pizza, The Little Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Marichetti Holdings LP, and Creekside Auto and Tire. And then I want to mention also we have uh, some sponsors for some special things, our coin toss. We, we didn't quite get that in tonight because of hustling trying to get on the air, but our coin toss is sponsored by NDL Accounting Services. Uh, of course, our first downs are sponsored by Star Trucking. Our time's out by Sunrise Coffee. Halftime sponsored by Rogo Auto Sales. And so we appreciate Rogo Auto Sales for being our halftime uh, uh, supporter here. We know that uh, they were a supporter as well last year, and we appreciate that. The uh, uh, Rogo Auto Sales, uh, you go to used car dealer in Brockway. 
Uh, you can go to them. Uh, no credit. Uh, no credit problem. It's not a problem for them. They service the detail, too. Rogers Auto Sales in, uh, in Brockway. So thank you to, uh, to Rogers. We also want to uh, thank uh, Brockway Appliance. They sponsor the sack of the game. Fran Morelli Sales and Services. They sponsor the play game along with Anzana and Malolo LLP Attorneys. And uh, Spitzer and Spitzer Dubois and St. Mary's, the player of the game. So thank you very much to those folks for doing all that for us. And, of course, uh, after the game is over, we will uh, have the Spitzer Auto uh, World Player of the Game for you as well. We also will have, hopefully, another uh, a little interview with one of the players from the Broadway Rovers, as we did last week. We're trying to do that each week, so uh, keep that in mind. Okay, John, you've got a few unofficial unofficial stats, I think, that you were jotting down, or yeah. you're writing a note to somebody. I don't know what you were doing over there. but Well, I'll keep it to myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My note that I was writing to myself was, let's talk about the District 9 uh, playoff situation, maybe, a little bit. I don't think it's too early to talk playoffs? about Playoffs? Playoffs? Yes, Coach Carroll. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. But anyway, I have some stats, and of course some of these are, like we always say, unofficial, but they're officially for us. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Jen DiQuello, he's always going to have some nice statistics. He's a workhorse, carries the ball 13 times for 68 yards, and that's about his average for a half. You know what I mean? He does. Sometimes it's tough sledding for yeah, Jen because all these teams, they key on him. I mean, he's definitely the running back that opposing teams will simply have a couple guys watching him all the time. And for him to pound out 68 yards against this uh, Falcon Knights defense, which they have people actually watching him in the background, and he still comes up with those yardage. So 68 yards for Quelo in the first half. Um, Adam, uh, Adam Fox, that's his dad. but uh, Yes, <laughs> Braden, Braden. Braden Fox. Braden was 5 for 8 in the first half and also for 36 yards and four, and one attempt of rushing for 8 yards. We have, of course, last <laughs> week's big uh, workhorse, Blake Pisarsic. Blake with uh, four carries with a total of 10 yards and one touchdown. So Blake Pisarsic is accountable for the now, his all-purpose total, he had that to his three punt returns tonight, and he has a total of 82 yards in punt return yardage for tonight for the, the Brockway Rovers. So that's the, the big stats that jump out at you. Yeah, and, and those, those, when you look at those stats and you compare them to last week at this at this point, you know, you, you say uh, this, and, and let's be honest about it, okay, uh, and that is that, the rover team right now does not look like the seventh place ranking that they have mm-hmm. currently. You're absolutely they, they, right. They do yeah. not look like that right now. No. The first half was, a, was just a comedy of errors. They didn't look sharp. The throwing wasn't sharp. Nothing was sharp. The, you know, the running quail, of course, had 68 yards, but, you know, uh, they, they, as you said, they've been keying on him. He hasn't had much room. He doesn't need a lot of room, but he does need a little bit. And once he breaks through that, look out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as they say, Katie bar the door. But uh, so, what do we, as we kind of get into that locker room with Coach Jake and his staff, they they have to be a little bit concerned about the fact that they've scored seven points in one half, you know, and 
that that's not going to uh, be appropriate uh, for for this team, and, and so they're they're going to hear about it at halftime. Uh, I'm surprised we don't hear it up here in the press box. Uh, what they're going to hear at halftime, yeah. and of course, uh, if you are in the other locker room, the for the Falcon Ice, they have a lot to be happy about. I mean, they've they've got six points on the board. It could have well been seven. I mean, it could have been a tie game. And so here they are. They're going against a you know seventh place team, uh, and uh, they are playing them head to head at this point. And so they are encouraged when one side, one another locker room is discouraged. They are encouraged by the lack of uh, you know the, the real good play on the part of their their nemesis tonight. Right. One time tonight. Rockway threw the ball in the end zone, and that was because of the down it was, and in addition to the amount of time that uh, Fox was allowed in the pocket to actually set up and throw a ball deep into the end zone, and why it did not work? Because the defensive back for uh, the Falcon Knights, he had great position on that play, and he was able to knock it down, and the Brockway receiver had to jump up over him and play defensive back, and then when he was coming back, he accidentally grabbed the face mask of the defensive yeah, back, yeah. and that w- that was a killer penalty because that stopped the drive, and uh, that was one of the killer penalties that the yes, Brockway yes. had, and then the other drive that Brockway had, they were called for a 15-yard personal foul, dead ball foul, and that stopped another drive. So well, you take yeah. those two drives away, Bill, and there's uh, there's your uh, couple drives with potential, because we never say they were going to score for sure, but it certainly looked like they had the two drives going. So you have to give credit to the Falcon Knights staying upbeat, playing with momentum, confidence. You cannot give a team one and two confidence, because if you do, after what happened to them a week ago, they're out here to show that that was just a fluke and they're in the play game. And sure, their offense looks a little shaky, but if they pick up a block here and there, and that's all it took to get a couple of plays that they needed. Well, the uh, the Falcon Knights defense has been really, really good in the first half. They they are well prepared for this offense. The, as you alluded to earlier, the uh, long pass has not been there for the Rovers. They have uh, depended sometimes on that long ball, especially to Pasarczyk. That has not been there. The defense has been back. On every occasion, a long ball, the defense has been there. They've had no opportunity to break loose and get away from the defense uh, and get a long pass. And so, okay, so if that is the case, then, you know, what what do you go to? Well, you have the ability to throw it short, so we may see more of that in the second half. And, uh, and of course, the, uh, the run game with Coelho should be there, you know, should be there. And I think in the second half, we'll see just uh, what kind of focus this team has. And, and maybe we'll see that when they – we'll know a lot when these teams come on the field after the halftime. We'll know a lot just by watching their demeanor. So we'll let, we'll let the folks at home listen to our comments about it when, the, when they come out for the second half. But in any event, the uh, as far as uh, – it's, it's too early for a – you know, for a playoff picture, but everybody is looking right now at the team in the kind of sitting in the, in the number one position seems to be the, the team from Red Bank. Red Bank really beat a tough, what I think is a pretty tough punching team, and uh, beat them up fairly well. They've got a very good quarterback. His brother played the position before him. They've got really athletic receivers, and that's the, and they've got speed. And I know that uh, this is what 
Coach Egg will be worried about when they get to that point. But that is looking way ahead because they've got next week, they got Port Allegheny. Port Allegheny last year during the regular season beat them up pretty well up at Port Allegheny. When the uh, playoff came, it was a different ball game. They, uh, Rockway played them a whole lot closer. That was a close game, a game they could have won. And so they lost two big players. They've lost Mr. Inside and Mr. Outside. Uh, Port Allegheny has. You know, Moses was the big inside kid. And the outside kid, whose name I've, I've lost in my brain right now, but, but they had that, that one-two punch in the running game, and they could throw. And a very good line. And a lot of that line is back this year. Almost all of it, I think, for Port Allegheny. So, so it'll be interesting. And so that's why a game like this, uh, you cannot back off and take a night off. And I think what we have seen thus far is we have seen maybe a, a team, Rockway, taking a night off. And so we'll see if they will be awakened here at halftime of what happens. Well, anyway, okay, we'll be back with more. Uh, I, I do need to take a break, and uh, we'll be back. We have uh, about eight minutes or so before we uh, get underway once again. But uh, we're going to take a two-minute timeout, and we'll be back with more. Our halftime score is 7-6 in favor of the Broadway Rovers, and we'll be back in two minutes. You're listening to Sunday 106, your home for Rover football. Fast Track Environmental Services, a member of the Star family of companies, is now servicing our local area. We serve both commercial and residential addresses with full trash container service. We have various sizes of trash boxes to fit any disposal need. We also have light towers, diesel pumps, and vac trailers for lease. Give us a call today at 814-646-4921. Follow the prompts for Fast Track and let us take away your trash. Because your trash is our business. If you love your RV, but it may need some TLC. Get it campsite ready with Stars Trailer Sales. From travel trailers to fifth wheels, Stars has the bays and the RBIA trained service technicians to get your camper back on the road. Including a fully stocked RV parts and accessory store. Satellite services, hitches and wiring, LP gas service and more. Order parts, set an appointment. Check out our trailer inventory at StarsTrailerSales.com. That's S-T-A-R-R-S TrailerSales.com. Route 219 in Brockway. Your full service RVD. Dealership since 1968. Shop local, buy local, shape, Hi, I'm Jenny, the manager over at your Big Deals online store. Did you know that when you shop locally, 83 cents of that dollar stays in town? Local businesses are the lifeblood of our community, and that's why you should shop your Big Deals online store. Dozens of gift certificates to local businesses, all in one convenient place. Shop local from the convenience of your home or smartphone. Visit DuboisBigDeals.com. Since 1969, Clyde Ferraro and Company has grown to be one of the largest providers of accounting and tax services in Clearfield, Jefferson, Elk, Clarion, and surrounding counties in Western PA. Providing a large variety of services to fit your personal and business needs. From manufacturing, construction, and healthcare to energy industries, nonprofits, and everything in between, Clyde Ferraro and Company treat you like a partner, offering direct access to staff knowledgeable in your industry. A proud supporter of Rockway football, Clyde Ferraro and Company of Dubois. Become a partner today. CFC CPA. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back. Halftime. Uh, we've got about uh, five minutes and 45 seconds remaining as the Brockway Rovers are coming out of the field early after this halftime. So hopefully they have been rejuvenated and will become their 
become the team that we know they are here in the second half. So we'll just have to see what happens. So we'll let you know. We'll find out more in a little while. Now, I want to remind you, too, uh, that we have a new sponsor, uh, Jim's uh, Custom Collision. And they are the big hit sponsor. So when we, we haven't really had a big hit in this game yet. But we do want to remind you that when we do, we'll let you know that it's sponsored by Jim's Custom uh, Collision. So we're thankful for them, all the sponsors out there that uh, make this broadcast possible. We're always indebted to those people for what, for what they do. Remember, next uh, next week we'll be home, and uh, Fort Allegheny will be coming in to uh, Frank Varachetti Field to take on the uh, Rovers. And that will be that'll be an interesting game. It may have a lot of playoff implications. We'll know more about that uh, next weekend. But uh, I think it'll be a game that will be well attended because uh, Port Allegheny, of course, we know last year Port Allegheny was <clears throat> the big nemesis for for the uh, Rovers as we went up there on a beautiful Saturday afternoon and played them up at Port Allegheny. The Rovers got thumped pretty good up there. But uh, one discovery that came out of that game is uh, the fact that uh, Rockway was able to, to uh, discover a running game with uh, with Quelo as uh, he kind of had a, a breakout game. So, And now he's a senior, and uh, so this is the last hurrah for Jendi. And uh, he has done a tremendous job with uh, well over 100-yard average for each game this year. And uh, I'm sure that is going to continue through the, uh, the rest of the season this year. Of course, as John was saying, he has a big target on his back. And, of course, uh, everybody knows right now that what Brockway likes to do, they like to get that long pass downfield kind of loosen up the defense, and then they get Quayla running inside and uh, with his quickness and all of that. Tonight, you know, John, that has not been able to work well for them. They haven't had the pass downfield, and so Quayla has been bottled up a little bit. And so the question will be, can they open up this offense successfully here in the second half? You're absolutely right, and that will free up uh, the openings for Quayla and Blake Prasarsic, uh, which will help as well. Uh, you know, with those uh, long pass plays to free that motion up area. And I know I messed up all your papers because I wanted to mention the, the referees, and I really messed your papers up. So well, I'll, no, I'll, no, that's I'll take the blame for that. But <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure they weren't messed up to start with. So. Well, the referee is Matt, uh, Mike uh, Van's Bandbinder, and also the umpires Jake Johns, Barry Vansbinder is uh, the head linesman. Eugene McBee is the line judge tonight, and Caleb Penny is the side judge, and Rodney Barber is the field judge. So I asked, what do you guys do during the daytime? What's your jobs? And three of them were truck drivers, believe it or not. So that's, I wasn't kidding when you asked. I asked you, well, you want to know what these guys do? <laughs> so three out of the six are truck drivers. So. Well, I'd be surprised if uh, two of them are retired. <laughs> I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised uh, if uh, some of the officials didn't work for an eye care uh, company of some kind. Oh, I knew that uh, was coming. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, it, it, that is difficult. We have a Thursday night game this year, and that's going to be right that's back. That's pretty soon, isn't it? Oh no, it, that's late, later in the year. Later in the year, and it's going to be a Thursday night. The reason for that should anyone ask, is officials, the lack of officials. And so uh, if anybody out there listening wants to be a PIAA football official, then contact the PIAA. They'd be happy to have you test out and become an official because they they certainly do need them. And here's a thought that I was uh, told in Kane whenever uh, Brockway opened the season in a beautiful new uh, facility with the uh, artificial turf. 
is they have their JV players um, uh, officiate the junior high games. And then they have some of the junior high games, you know, they'll referee the uh, youth programs. And that's to give them experience. So if they ever want to do something of that nature afterwards, then, you know, that, that's how they save on worrying about referees for junior high programs and uh, football games. So that's a brilliant idea. That is a brilliant idea because you might spark something in one of those youngsters to uh, want to do it later on, you know, officially. So, yeah, uh, I do want to mention before the kickoff here, uh, Mason Martin of Con City. He seems to be improving. Uh, and uh, so continue to pray for Mason Martin uh, there at Carn City. I know the family's received a lot of support. And then uh, especially Max Engel, uh, be really in serious prayer for him. Jersey Shore player, he is not doing well. The prognosis, according to the doctors, is not good for Max Engel. So uh, please, if you're a praying person, pray for those guys and pray for their families. Uh, I know Mason Martin's mother is going through cancer treatment, so that family's been hit doubly. And so uh, uh, please be in prayer for those people. Okay, here comes our second half kickoff. And it is going to be taken back there by Pasarczyk, it looks like, on the 15-yard line. No, it's not Pasarczyk at all. Uh, got a new man back there. That's Brubaker. Uh, uh, the, was it five? Or was it yeah, s- it's five. Oh, okay, uh, all right. Yeah, could, could pick out his number. Okay, so uh, the ball is going to be brought out to the 37-yard line, so not a bad return there. So we will see right off what the... Uh, what the Rovers will look like here in the uh, in the second half is they will have the ball first, starting their own territory at the about the 37-yard line, and so let's see what we will see. Slot to the far side this time. Fox is back there with Quelo to his left, and there's a handoff to Quelo coming this way. Got some running room, still on his feet, and so make it out almost to the 45-yard line. Going to mark it at the uh, 44-yard line of the Rovers as they're moving from our left to our right. So you can picture what's going on left to right. Uh, there are no hash marks uh, on this grass field, uh, but the grass looks very good. It looks uh, very nicely kept. So, okay, just underway here in the second half. 7-6 to six is our score in favor of the Rockway Rovers, Fox back the pass, rolling to his left. He has left-hand passer. Uh, Pasarczyk makes the catch out there at about the 50-yard line. Looks like right at the 50, but uh, he may have stayed in a little longer, and I think he did to get the star trucking first down. So they're going to bring it inside the 50 to the 46-yard line of the Falcon Knights. So Rovers starting off. Uh, look like they're, looks like they're moving the ball here to start with anyway. So we'll have to... Uh, See how it goes from here on in. Ball resting far side hash again. Fox hand off to Quello again, right down the middle. Still on his feet. He knocked backwards again. And one thing I see from the Falcon Knights, they're making a lot of, a uh, lot of gang tackles. Two, three guys, you know, on Quello. Yeah, they're getting right to the spot, and there's no hesitation. And when they see number two with the ball, they're they're going. And uh, Jendi has that good stiff arm where he can push down on the helmets, and he'll he'll get a couple more yards out of the play. Okay, second down and six ball on the 43-yard line, and there is a toss inside from Quelo, and that is going to go to number nine. That is Crawford, and he will get another star trucking first down down to the 30-yard line, so the market at the 30-yard line. So right now the uh, offense is clicking, and to describe that play, Quelo will get the handoff first, and then 
from the uh, from the wing comes uh, Isaac Crawford, and then it will be tossed from Quill back to uh, Crawford going the opposite direction, and that worked for him that time. Dangerous play, you know, but uh, you've got to execute it correctly. Hand off to Quill once again, and uh, still on his feet as he'll bring it. Looks like inside or right at the 25-yard line. So they're going to mark it, I think, right at the 25-yard line. Just underway here in the uh, <clears throat> second half. Brockway holding on to a slim one-point lead, 7-6. to six. Very, very slow first half. <laughs> at the end there, that second quarter really... Went to a snail's pace. It did. Oh, it was a drop by uh, by Fox, but tries to get it downfield. I think the catch is made at the 20-yard line. After Fox uh, had it in his hands, lost it, picked it back up, and then threw it downfield, made the completion at the 20-yard line. It'll be very close to a star trucking first down. I think it is going to be short, though. So third down and maybe a foot for a first down as the Rovers continue to move. A good play by Fox that time to recover and then get the ball to an open receiver. Okay, slot near side this time. Ball right in the center of the field. Coelho to the right of Fox. will get the handoff and off the left side. And uh, plowing straight ahead there is uh, Coelho. He'll get down near the 15-yard line, I think just outside of it. And that'll be another star trucking first down for the uh, for the Rovers. And so they've had one first down after another in this, and that mixed up really well in this first series. We sure have, and that's what you have to do. Okay, so first down and 10. Ball's on the 16-yard line. Fox in the shotgun. Rolling to his left. Quick pass out to the far side. Catch is made around the 10-yard line. Uh, Pisarczyk makes the uh, makes the catch. And I don't think Pisarczyk is done making big plays yet in this game. Pisarczyk being one of those players that got the new ACL. Got an ACL repair at our local hospital there in Dubois. New procedure, worked extremely well. Okay, Fox hand up to Quello again, looking for some running room, but has dropped for a loss in the backfield. He'll lose about one to make it a third down. We're going to mark the ball somewhere around the, well, let's see, about the 12, 11, 12-yard 12 line. They're going to mark it 13-yard line. Third down and six from the 13-yard line. Rovers on the move. Quello to the left side of Fox this time. Fox again in the shotgun, as he usually is. Wing to the uh, near side this time. Slot to the far side. Fox with a handoff to Quello. And then that same play again. Back to Crawford. And there, there, still on his feet. And he makes it in from six yards out. It's Crawford at 8.01 remaining here in the uh, third period. So Brockway uh, comes out in the second half. Going to be wiped out, Bill. Going to be wiped out. Penalty Holding on. penalty against uh, Brockway. Oh, boy. Nice play again. And that play worked again. And Crawford was in from six yards out, but it'll be four not as there is a hanky on the field. But I, what I did say was still true is they have moved the ball here in this uh, in the beginning part of this uh, third period like they had not done in the latter part of the second period. It's like you say to... Uh, a little, little infant there, you say, uh-oh, <laughs> there it is again, uh-oh, penalty. Yeah, it's a 10-yarder there, taking back behind the stick since being a third down now and long. Third down about 14 now for the Rovers. And uh, again, you know, we see the, the old shooting in the foot, right, yeah. when uh, we had a good play. Okay, slot to the far side, ball's in the middle of the field. What is it, Maddox-Decker time? Maybe. Rovers moving left to right. 
Quill to the left side of Fox. Fox back to pass, rolling to his left. Looking downfield, decides the run, and he is going to be hit shy of the first of the first stake there, and uh, he will pick up a few, but he's going to bring up a fourth down and long for the Rovers, so they will uh, will go for it, I am sure, at this place on the field. They are right around the 19-yard line, so the 19-yard line, fourth down, and about 13 to go for a first down. So let's see what the call will be. This is a kind of call the offensive coordinators don't always, you know, have a lot of joy for making. Okay, coming to the near side, we've got Park, the sophomore. And it's a slot to this near side. We've got a wing to the far side this time. And we don't get any jet motion that time by Crawford, but Fox rolling to his left, pass out there. Does he have man open? The ball is caught, but I'm not sure he was in bounds. Let's see what the official has to say. Okay, you only have to have one foot in in high school. No, he, he was clearly out he, there. He was uh, yeah. just uh, just out of bounds. So, yeah, it would have been a little bit. Uh, it, it was just one of those deals where it was out of bounds. Well, one thing we can say positive about that play, yeah, at least positive. they were able to complete a pass downfield. Right. But if you notice, there were two defenders out there as well. That made that play out of bounds, right. Yes. So, okay, well, the Rovers could not capitalize on a very good drive to start the second half. And so it goes back to Uni AC with 6.54 remaining in the third period. They're down by one, seven to six. Split to the far side and the uh, and the near side. A little power formation in the backfield as Dittman will hand it to the last man through. And he's going to get a little bit as across the 20 yard line, pick up a few, bring up a second down and about eight yards to go. Right now, still a pleasant evening. I don't see anybody in their park is out there. I don't see anybody lighting a fire in the end zone. The pickup of two yards for the Falcon Knights. And Bill, the key is he held both his arms around that football, and they they probably talked about no turnovers. The key for them to stay in this game. Well, they're back in that running formation again too. So a pistol with a with an H back out there. So. There is a handoff to the uh, to the H back, and he's going to get nothing as uh, he'll be dropped at about the 20-yard line. He's going to lose yardage on the play, almost back to the original the original fl- uh, place there. So it's going to bring up a third down now, third down and nine to go. And boy, it seems like this is it's running fast here in this third period. We're down to uh, 5:51 already on a running clock, so it's moving along. <clears throat> Trips to the near side this time, so we've got a passing formation this time on a third down. Wide split to the far side as well. Ball's right in the middle of the field. Falcon Knights moving from our right to our left. Back to pass. Zittman looking downfield, way downfield. Passes out there, and it is caught at the uh, 50-yard line. In fact, inside the outside the 50-yard line, down to about the 49-yard line. They're going to mark it. Another... Start trucking first down. Nice, nice throw and a nice catch. Defense was there, but not uh, close enough and could not knock that pass down. Uh, Fleming is coming off the field. He's one of their better receivers, Trey Fleming, and he's uh, limping a little bit, so someone will have to replace him. But a nice play there at the 5.50-26 mark here in the third period. He has one touchdown pass already in this game. That's for their lone score, Dittman. That was kind of our play of the game right there. I mean, yeah. you know, with, uh, you know, 5-13 remaining here in the third period. 
Okay, there's a pitch out to the uh, halfback, and he's going to hit the sideline. And uh, uh, running back there is number 12, and that is Bish, Owen Bish. He is a junior, six foot 165. Colton Ross on the tackle for the Rovers. It was just a matter of who can outrun who on this uh, near side coming right at us as they tried to turn the corner that time. But Well, it's fortunate, too. The, the Rovers have been known occasionally to get a late hit call on the sideline, and that one was very close. The, the locals didn't uh, you know, didn't like the lack of an O call right there. But uh, Jumping a step for the uh, Falcon Knights right now. Okay, five minutes and five seconds on a stop clock right now. Second down and four yards to go from the 43 of the Rovers. Trips to the far side, Dittman back to pass. Got his man at the 40-yard line, hit immediately, but uh, got very close to a first down. Depends on where they put that football down. It could very well be another star trucking first down. We'll just have to wait and see. And uh, let's see. They're gonna, are they going to move? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's going to be about by that much. Yeah, it's very, very, very close. So a third down and a couple inches for a first down. I don't expect to see one aired out right here, although it would be a good place to do it, you know, to get in a running formation and then just sneak somebody down deep would be, but I'm not sure they want to be that imaginative at this point in the game. So third down. Oh, they, gained, they just gained. Uh, what was they, that? <laughs> they just gained a, 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 they just gained a yard. <laughs> when they brought the football. With, 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 without a without a play <laughs> yeah so this may turn into a first down so yeah basically it's a first down right now so we'll just we'll wait and see uh the marker still has a three up there but yeah. no it's a it's a first down. they're going to come out yep yep That's okay star trucking first down <laughs> it just went from it just went from shy the first down to uh to a over a first down <laughs> that's that's what happens uh, when uh, when that goes on like that. But Union, uh, the Falcon Knights take over first down. Well, they didn't take over. That extends the play at first down. So Ditter will line up his uh, his mates there at the line of scrimmage, and he'll take over first down and ten as they look for. They have a guy ISO one on one, and it looks like he's going to roll out to his left, and he's looking. He's wide oh, open. There's nobody out All there. All he has to do is catch the ball, and he has it for a first down. <clears throat> so a definite, uh, a definite issue there that time with the defense to let uh, that man just run free. And I'm trying to think, was that Fleming? Was that Merton? I'm not sure. Uh, he's been uh, really a great receiver for them, but. Uh, 32-yard uh, pass down to the five-yard line. And so here we have the the Knights knocking on the door once again on that great pass play. I think they gave with, the quarterback an audible chance if he sees the play and if he found the matchup they wanted, he went ahead and went for it. And the defensive uh, coordinator Donlin for the Brockway Rovers was jumping up and down, or I think it was Coach Heigl just jumping up and down trying to get attention of the defensive player because um, they knew the matchup that the Falcon Knights wanted was right there. And, uh, and it was a good read by Dittman, the quarterback for Union Falcon Knights, because when he got the ball, he rolled to the near side of the field where we're at, and then he had to turn. He's a right-handed thrower, so he had to turn and set the pass, and it was a it was a duck. <laughs> it, it quacked his way over into the receiver's hands, who was that wide was open. Aiden, that was Aiden Fox who made that catch. Mm-hmm. Aiden Fox made the catch from uh, from uh, Dittman. 
<clears throat> and a nice play. And uh, so the uh, the Brockway defense usually has its way with defenses on the long pass. Uh, now we see them uh, allowing another team to have its way, you know, on a long pass. So it's not uh, not like the uh, Brockway defense, but now their back is against the wall. Let's see how their defense will play here as the ball's at the six-yard line. So it's a first down and goal from the six-yard line for the Falcon Knights. Trips to the far side this time Look for that slap pattern. But there's a handoff to the halfback. That's number 12, and he's inside. Will he score? Yes, he does. <laughs> so a 3.54 remaining in the third period. That is number 12. That is Bish. Owen Bish will score <clears throat> to uh, make it 12-7. to seven. And so right now the... The uh, Rovers are kind of, uh, you know, and again, let's let's look at the penalty down the other end here. It stopped the drive. <clears throat> it stopped the drive. You know, same thing happened, so they're going to have to clean that up for sure. And uh, so we have a 13-7 score now, and more, <clears throat> a lot of enthusiasm given to the opponent as a result of that drive and that touchdown. So right now that was the drive of the game. <clears throat> and... Uh, so we'll see if that holds up, but right now that was the best drive we've seen all night by either team. And they're going to go for two. Trips again to the far side. Dittman's back there. Got number 12 back there with him. That's Bish, and he's got the handoff, but he will not get it. So the score is going to remain 12-7 uh, to 7 in favor of the Falcon Knights at the 354 mark in the third period. And we'll be back with the Falcon Knights kickoff right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Community service and school involvement. Time given to make where we live and learn a better place. The attorneys at Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero are longtime members of the Brockway community and sincerely appreciate the many people who give of themselves to make Brockway the community it is. They're also big supporters of Brockway football, recognizing the hours of dedication and hard work by the coaches, players, cheerleaders, and the band. People dedicated to community and school spirit bringing us all together. Thank you and good luck, Ropers, from Ferrero, Crook, and Ferrero. Attorneys at Law, Brockway, your hometown law firm. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we're back, and we thought as we started the third period tonight that the uh, that the Rovers had themselves together. They had a great drive going, and lo and behold, that yellow flag did the did the trick on them, and uh, the whole thing turned around. But the best drive turned out to be the drive that the Falcon Knights put on to uh, end in a, in a score. And so now they lead it by a score of uh, 12 to 7 at the 354 mark here in the uh, third period. Uh, nothing fancy by the Falcon Knights, but they were taking a, a page out of the uh, Brockway Rovers offense when they were doing that little sneak in the backfield. Well, there's a short kickoff that is taken by uh, number five, Andrew Brubaker. And uh, so the Rovers will have the ball. All right around the 40-yard line. I think they're going to mark it just right at the 40-yard line or just shy of that. And, Bill, uh, a couple other things, too, is uh, simply they were just getting the kids behind the back, of the, the defenders for Brockway, and they were, the receiver is simply getting behind them because they were doing some fake. The quarterback was doing a nice job of hiding the football. And when you do that and you create space, there's enough athleticism out there in the field for both teams, and you'll have, you'll see some big plays come out. Here comes a jet motion that is to Isaac Crawford, and he will bring the ball out to the uh, 45-yard line. So he'll pick up five to bring up a second down and five. 
for the Rovers. They continue to move left to right. We're at the 3.30 mark here on a moving clock in the uh, third period. Falconites lead it by a score of 12 to 7. So this uh, has become kind of a nail-biter, which we did not expect. Second down, five to go for the Rovers. And off to Quello, off the left side. He's got some running room there, and he will get close. Well, he'll be within a yard or so from that uh, from the line of gain. Bring up a second down, about one for the Rovers. And so let's see if they can complete a drive here tonight. They're still playing with that tight end. Of course, Decker, Maddox Decker is the tight end. Just a freshman. Slot to the far side this time. One wing to the near side. Quello's back there to the left side of Fox. Fox, hand off to Quello again. Right up the middle. And he has got the star trucking first down inside the 50-yard line to the 40, about the 47, 48-yard line. So Quello just racking him up. You know, sometimes it doesn't look like he's getting much, but he gets a lot more than you think. on running clock here in the third period. Ball's resting, near side hash mark. Got a split to near side, slot to the far side. Fox in the shotgun, jet motion. That is Pasarczyk. Fox back to pass, looking for somebody to get it to. Looking downfield, they get rid of it. And uh, he's got Pasarczyk out there, and uh, Pasarczyk makes the catch. He got one foot in. He got one foot in, looked like a catch to me. Sure is. And uh, so he will. Yeah, he definitely had to put in there, Bill. That will be a star trucking first down. It also. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it looked like, if nothing else, there was interference on that play. I thought they were yeah. going to call interference on that play, but Pisarchi made a great catch. Thought he had one foot down, but apparently not. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so. Never, if you don't have something good to say, you don't say nothing at all. It's like you taught me that, didn't you, Bill? I'm not sure I did. But oh, okay. Well, it's probably a, probably, a, <laughs> probably a good thing to... Uh, he had to the one put, foot in. Yeah, it looked that way. Of course, we're up here and they're down there. But the yeah. official was pretty far behind the play, I thought. I, I have one good eye, and that, the good eye was zoomed in on that one. Okay, so it's second and about nine and a half of the Rovers now. The ball is resting at the... 48-yard line of the Falcon Heights, and there's that play that I always thought that at some point that may go wrong, but uh, they uh, try to make something out of it. There is a flag on the play again, but oh no, ineligible receiver downfield. This this was that it's supposed to be a running play, obviously, where Isaac comes off the wing and gets the the little pitch in front of Quelo, and that time it was mishandled because it, the timing has to be perfect on that. If it's not, then the ball hits the ground, which is what happened that time. Fox was able to pick it up and threw the ball downfield, but they had obviously an illegal man downfield because the linemen were out there to block. So that is what happened that time. And so, again, really sloppy on that play. And it's going to be now a second down and 15 as the ball is back outside the 50, back into Rover territory at about the 47-yard line about a second down and so things just look uh, offensively it looks like people are, you know not really know where to be doesn't it i mean it, well they not to it i'm not going to hammer on this just one more time and i'll mention it bill and then i'll let it go after this play i'll mention okay, it trips to the far side one split near side fox balls on the ground again and the handoff to uh Quello finally 
And so I think that Brockman needs a timeout. <laughs> Maybe they should have had one before that play, but now they've got a fourth down along, and they're in a punting situation. But the reception made, which was called incomplete, the referee was right on it, and he started to say it was complete, and then the, the, the one lineman, linesman was standing clear, like 30 yards, 40 yards down the field, and then he called them all the way down to help him make the call. And that that's the guy who overruled the guy that was standing five yards by yeah, the play. Yeah. And to me, I don't get that. And okay, that's well, all I'll say about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyway, that's all yeah, I wanted yeah. to say. So that's it. Okay, we got a <clears throat> we got a third down. Uh, they had a four yard four down markup. I guess we missed it down there, but now they're they're still checking with the official that whether he has it right or not. There's a flag on the field. And uh -oh. a sideline warning, I think. Yeah. That's a big penalty or, or sideline warning because because actually somebody could accidentally step forward. That's a big that's a big warning right there. Well, the first one just a warning. I, I don't see where uh, it looks like they're ready to mark it off, but I think the first one is just it's just that it's just a warning. All right. There's no flag, but uh, the official the head official is talking to to one of the Brockway coaches over there. I don't think it's Coach Heigl because I don't see. A, I don't see the beard, so I don't, I don't know who it is that he's talking to. But yeah. the uh, most of the coaching staff is over there in close proximity to the uh, to the official, and so we'll see what this is about. Maybe we'll never know what it's about. But right now it's a third down and long, about 17 to go for a first down for the Rovers, and so I think he picked up the flag. <clears throat> I think he put the flag away. So I think we're just going to go from where it is right now, third down and 17 from the 45-yard uh, line of the Rovers. So that's uh, that's where we are right now after all that. We're right back where we started from as the officials are having a little conference out there. And so I don't know if we'll get some notification. Looks like the head official is coming over here to make some kind of, uh, I don't know. They're setting the clock. Oh, they're resetting the clock. Okay, so I'm not sure what. They want to reset the clock. I think that's what they're doing now. I guess I don't. Twelve yeah. to twelve to seven, as Bill mentioned. And if you're turning in or tuning in, and you want to hear the score, it is twelve to seven, the Falcon Knights in the lead. Yeah. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? But, but right now, I'll tell you what. Rovers look a little. What's the word? Discabooberated. Yeah. If that's a real word, but. They used to use it back in the old days. In the old days? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Coelho's on the left side of Fox. Got a slot both sides this time. Fox is back to pass. Looking downfield. Got a man uh, open, and he makes the catch. And yes, he does. That's Pesachik. Makes the catch, and there's a the flag. You cannot afford to do that. That is taunting. And so that is going to be against the Rovers. So that is just a lack of concentration. So Pasarczyk, you know, I mean, the kid is wired. He's a great athlete, but you just can't do that. It's a mental error. And so there's going to be another flag that's going to hurt them. I mean, they had another star first down. They had 17 yards to go. They got far more than that as the ball is resting on the 25-yard line of the Falcon Knights. So there's unsportsmanlike contact call against the Rovers. And uh, that is... Uh, you know, that is going to uh, hurt them once again. It's going to uh, perhaps, perhaps stall this drive. We'll, we'll have to wait and see how it all turns out. But they're going to march it off against the Rovers. 
and we'll put them back yet again. So I'll tell you what, when things start going wrong, sometimes everything goes wrong. Goes wrong. And right now, I don't know how many times that's been. We didn't count how many times I've been walked back when they had a drive going. Yeah. And, and a so, big play. And it was a big play. It was a great play by Fisarchik, uh, no doubt about it. I have a question, Bill. When there's a play like that, the stats count, right? And then it's a dead ball foul. The stats still count. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I don't know for sure about that one because, uh, <clears throat> you know, because it, it, I, I think it is that K. I think it is that way. I think it is that he made the catch. The penalty came on a dead ball, so it right. should be it should be right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first down and ten. Ball's on the 41-yard line now instead of the 25. There is motion, and that is uh, Crawford going off the left side, still on his feet. Gets knocked down there with. Well, let's give him about five yards on that particular play. So a second down and about five for the Rovers. And, and one has to think they have to do something with this drive. They yeah. cannot have another drive where they don't get something out of it. Yeah, you're looking at the last minute at the third quarter. Yes. That is right. And so they have not been able to do very much. Uh, and when they did, then they you know, had a call back. There's Coelho off the right side. He'll pick up a few and he'll get down just inside the looks like the 35-yard uh, line. It's about the 34-yard line. So give him a few. It's going to bring up a third down and about four for the Rovers. And again, we're down under 50 seconds on running clock here in the third period. Can we see, just say tackled by Haas? Because it seems like <laughs> 57 from uh, Falcon Knights is everywhere tonight. Well, I'll tell you, they're playing aggressively. There's no doubt about it. There's Quello off the left side. He's ta- hit almost immediately, but uh, gets through that tackle. And makes it down near the uh, 30-yard line. They're going to mark it at about the 31-yard line. Now it brings up a fourth down and about uh, a long, about two yards to go. Let's call it two yards to go. And another fourth down for the uh, for the Rovers. And again, as we said, uh, we said over and over, you know, the penalties have really, really hurt them uh, tonight. Okay, they're going to let it go. And we'll be into the fourth period here just in a few seconds. So at the end of three... It is the Falcon Knights 12 and the Rovers 7. And we'll be back with the beginning of the fourth period right after this 30-second timeout. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. So, where are we going? Brockway. Why are we driving all the way to Brockway? Because it's worth it. Worth it? We're going to Glastown Pizza. Their food is that good. Mamma mia. Their Italian specialties are amazing. Plus, their flatbreads, hoagies, specialty burgers, and seafood are out of this world. You know I love mushrooms. Yup. Well, Glastown cuts them up fresh, not canned. Makes my sandwich so much better. Got their menu up on my phone? GlassTownPizzaPA.com. It is worth a drive. Let's go. Glastown Pizzeria, 5th Avenue, downtown Brockway. Love at first bite. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, you're back. You heard right. Uh, the Rovers 7, but the Falcon Knights 12. And so the Falcon Knights have come to play, and uh, the Rovers thus far have definitely hurt themselves with penalties after nice drives. And it certainly has uh, hurt them this time. Now they have a fourth down, but they've got a fourth down and, uh, and two. So... We'll, uh, we'll see what happens here. They pick up the two, then keep this drive alive. But so far, I'll tell you what, you know, the uh, defense from the Falcon Knights has been up to the challenge tonight. They've stopped the long passes for the most part. They have done a good job of the running game. And, okay, Fox back there. Quello to his left. Hand off to Quello, and uh, 
I'm not sure he will get it. I don't think he will. The uh, number 12, if you saw him come in, I wish we had uh, highlights uh, right after the play because Owen Bish just suddenly in and came flying in because he knew, he knew that Quello was going to get the ball. So they definitely were keying on Quello that time. And so the drive is, uh, ends right there. And, again, we can look back to that penalty. And so now it brings up a first down and 10 for the uh, Falcon Knights as we're just underway here in the fourth period. They had that one smelled out. It sure did. <laughs> okay, so first down and 10 for the Falcon Knights. They have it in their own territory on the 32-yard line as we begin the fourth period. There's a run, and that is, uh, that is Bish. And uh, he says the ball carrier was down. And uh, so the players were all indicating that, but the officials agreed with them. And so we'll bring up a second down as Bish was able to pick up about one yard on that play. Bring up a second down and, uh, well, let's call it uh, a, long, a long eight, if you will. I didn't and, see the uh, ruling that it was down. I thought it was... <laughs> Well, that would have been a good, a good place to get the get a fumble, obviously. That's for sure. Okay, split to the far side. We get a slot to the near side. Back to pass is Dittman looking downfield. Nobody is open. He'll drop it out there anyway, and uh, I believe the receiver made the catch as he came back to the ball, and that will be uh, another star trucking first down as that catch was made just outside or inside the 45-yard line at about the. Well, let's call about the 44-yard line. So we'll call the 44-yard line. Nice play by the receiver that time as he came back to the football to catch that little lob pass. And that was uh, Fox, Aiden, Aiden Fox, who's had an impact in this game. He made the, uh, he got the touchdown, or the long pass for the, get them close for the touchdown. He just made that catch for a first down. Okay, so the Knights have it back, and they are in business once again with a first down. And there's a pitch out to the running back who's coming to the near side. Still on his feet, and he'll be knocked out of bounds. And that, again, is Bish, number 12, Owen Bish. He is a junior, six foot, 165. And so far, the uh, Falcon Knights have been able to put on some good drives, been able to throw the ball, been able to run the ball. And so, uh, you know, as, as I think about it, as I was talking to uh, Coach Jake today, he, he had some reservations about about this game and now I can now I can see why <laughs> I can see why he did okay second down from the 49 yard line about four yards to go for the Knights and the uh, ball's on the ground and it is recovered by Brockway this time no doubt about it that ball is covered by number 55 for Brockway and that's weary he is a junior, 6'2", 235, and he'll get the fumble. So Rockway is in business in there in the uh, Falcon territory uh, right around the, let's see where they mark it. They're still, okay, just inside the 50-yard line, about the 47-yard line. Let's call it the 47-yard line of the, uh, of the Falcon Knights. And so let's see if they can uh, capitalize on that fumble. Slot to the far side, back to pass. But is flushed is Fox looking downfield and has little time to throw, so throws it out of bounds. So he's just not getting time back there to get his feet down. I think he'd just like to kind of step back, plant his feet, and throw the ball downfield, but they've got good coverage downfield. They have had good coverage all night. 
have the Falcon Knights. Oh, they dollop a shovel pass or not here tonight. Well, I'll tell you what, they better be careful of that little shuffle, you know, off yeah. that uh, off that halfback. I know uh, Matty Brubaker is being missed tonight, but you still have yeah. some quality players that everybody picks each other up. And uh, Well, this may be the drive of the game here. I mean, they, they need to get something done, and they need to get it done now. In motion is Pasarczyk. He'll get the handoff, and uh, he's being strung out over there, but we'll turn the corner. And so he'll be out of bounds over there. We'll see where they mark it around the 43-44 uh, yard line. I always like the little pop pass to the tight end. Just well, give him a little slant I, shot where I, he just reaches up and got the I, tall guy out there. I am big on using a tight end, especially when you have a kid that's 6'4 and 215. But they haven't used him that way tonight, at least thus far. Okay, ball far side hash. Quello to the left of Fox. Fox rolling to his to the near side. And he has room to run, and he will run and go out of bounds inside the 40-yard line. About to see where they mark at 36, 37-yard line. Should be and good. That should be a star trucking first down, and it is. And so they need to be very careful and methodical on this drive. So another star trucking first down for the Rovers as they move from our right to our left. We've got 10 minutes and 42 seconds on a stop clock here in this football game. The Falcon Knights still lead it by a score of 12 to 7 over the Rovers. Fox calling the signals. He'll have no nope, pass, and he's got uh, Pisarski out there on a slant pattern, still on his feet, and he's going to be wrestled down just outside the 20 yard line. Let's see if they're going to mark it probably about the 22 yard line. Another star trucking first down. Good fake inside that time. I thought he was giving it to Quello, and it was a quick fake to Quello, and then a quick pass to Pasarczyk on a slant pattern, and he was wide open. There he was. And yeah. one has to wonder why that hasn't happened sooner, you know, in the game, because uh, Pasarczyk just needs a little bit of room to operate. And uh, they're not getting a long pass tonight, so, you take, know. Take what's there. Yeah, one has to think that, there. you know, get your athletes the ball, you know, with some room to run and, and let them run. Okay, Docker is back in the game right now. He's to the near side. And there's a slot to the near side as well. One split to the far side. Fox, hand off the quail, looking for some running room. And he will get inside the 20-yard line to somewhere around the, probably the 17 or 18, let's call it the 18-yard line. That'll bring up a second down. Well, so far, you know, Quello hasn't had a lot of running room. He's made the most, you know, hiding behind his big lineman and then cutting right and left and trying to find running room, but he hasn't broken one yet. You always look for that to happen. Okay, Quello again off the left side, and he's been grabbed almost immediately and thrown down. So whoever that is over there has been giving problems to the, you know, to the uh, to the running game for Mark Brockway Rovers as we're now at a third down. So we have a third down now and six balls. Going to be at the 18-yard line. Five minutes and 13 seconds on a running clock left in this game. I think this has to be the drive where where Brockway has to do it. They've got a third down, and there's that handoff inside, that double handoff, and that goes nowhere that time. So it went back to the well much too often. They were ready for that. And so Crawford gets stopped very quickly, and now we've got a third down and about three for the Rovers. I'm sorry, fourth down and three for the Rovers. So this is a big play in the game. Uh, this is a very big play in the game for the Rovers. They need to convert here with uh, just... Uh, 
Well, I said five early. I was wrong about that. It was. Uh, I'm looking through the goalpost. It looked like a five. It's an eight. Okay, so that's better. <laughs> okay, eight yards. Eight, eight minutes to go here. In the, oh, uh, and he touched him. This could be a big one here. Okay, if he, yeah. There's a there's a first down the easy way. So yeah. start trucking first down. So the Rovers will have it without having to run a play. And it will take them down near the 10-yard uh, line. So the ball will be about the 10-yard line. Uh, let's see if they are a little shy of the 10. I think they're a little shy of the 10. They could possibly make a first down and not score here, but it would be inches away from the goal line by the looks of Well, no, I see they, uh, you know, more like probably a foot or so away from the goal line. Okay, here we go. First down. In motion to the far side. That's Pisarczyk. Back to pass is Fox. Looking to throw. And they will try to get it into the end zone. And it is picked off. That is picked off by the, uh, the quarterback, number one. And that is uh, uh, Dittman. And Dittman, the uh, quarterback that time, Fox tried to force that one in. And, the, uh, and Dittman was aggressive to the ball and uh, intercepted it right at the goal line. Perhaps maybe two feet from the goal line, intercepted. And... One has to think that that was a, a squandered opportunity there for the uh, Rockway Rovers. Very much so. That the, the drilling, you know, just moving down the ball. But you talk about a play by Dittman, stepping right in front. Yeah. Maybe uh, yeah. you look at it. Maybe not not a good pass to try to take and force it in there. Well, yeah. Sometimes just live to fight another day. Throw that thing out of bounds, or you know, run it. He had some room to run the ball, but. Uh, Decide to try and force that one in, and uh, that one against the Rovers. Okay, that first carry is uh, not for much, and so if they can keep the uh, Falcons in the hole back here, then they'll get uh, good field position and have a good opportunity again. But I'll tell you, they're, they're running out of time as we are running down the clock here in this, uh, in this fourth period, so they better have something good for them happen here. I'm talking about the Rovers now. Have something good happen here in the next couple minutes. Okay, so we have a trips to the near side, and we have a split to the far side, passing formation for Dittman, and he is back to pass, and he will throw it out quickly, and that catch is made at the five-yard line, and that's where the receiver goes down, and that is uh, number 11, and that is Cooper. Cooper is a senior, 5'7", 131, and so that'll bring up a third down, about six now for the Falcons. The Rovers need to keep him in the hole, John. Yeah, this is a big stop. They need, and they need it bad. Okay, let's see if the defense will rise to the occasion on a third down here in about six. Dittman calling the signals. And he's back to pass, looking for somebody, and throws it deep, and it's way up in there, and it's going to be caught. And it's going to be caught by number 12, that is Fleming. I'm sorry, number 12 is not Fleming, it's Bush. So Bush makes the catch, and it's inside the 35-yard line, and uh, you can see that coming a mile away. He just threw that rainbow up, a nice spiral, and he just threw it up, you know, a big rainbow, and threw it well past uh, the receiver, and the receiver just kept running full speed, and it fell right into his arms, and the defense was just a step behind. And there were two there. I mean, there were two defensive players there, but uh, the receiver, Bish, was behind both of them. And there is a long pass play, and that is another star trucking first down 
That was a 63-yard pass play. 63-yard pass play, and that yeah. may well be the play of the game, too. Okay, there is a, a run inside the uh, Gallagher inside the 30-yard line to the 20, about the 28-yard line. That's Gallagher. Good yards on first down. Bring up a second down, about six to go. And if the defense came to play night, they, they better play now. <laughs> they better play in this drive. But they have had opportunities, you know, many opportunities tonight. And I'll tell you what, there'll be other teams that'll be looking at this film. Yeah, that's the, the thing of it. They Everybody gets everybody's film where they can look it on that huddle. They yep, call it the right. huddle now. Huddle, Every, yes. Everybody mm-hmm. can watch any team across the state and look at these things. Yeah, there are no surprises. There's a big stop. Yeah, that was uh, or there. And that was uh, that was a big hit. So if your car gets hit, John, time to contact Jim's Custom Collision. Jim's Custom Collision has been making friends by accident for close to 50 years. So that was my big hit of the your game right there. The game. Yes, Yonner. Okay, so we are three, third down, and six to go from the 28-yard line. Big stop needed here. They've got two plays. This is definitely fourth down, four down territory right here as Dittman back to pass. Quick throw, a pass here to Fleming, and he's going to be hit right at the 25-yard line. And that will not be a first down, so it's going to bring up a third down and short. I'm sorry, fourth down and short. So fourth down, let's call it perhaps a long two for the uh, Falcon Knights tonight. And uh, I'll tell you, they have probably played the best game they have played all year. And this this solidifies what Coach Jake had to say when he said everybody's going to bring their best game. And they certainly have done it tonight. Okay, big play here. Fourth down and two from the 25-yard line. Falcon Knights going from our left to our right. And I think they are going to get a free first down when uh, number 57, that's uh, Ben Yell, uh, who came across there, sophomore. And so that's five, and that is a first down. And what a bad place to get it is right there. Okay. First down from the 20-yard line. Falcon Knights again are in good position. And the clock is running for 36. And this one will be over. Okay, Dittman with a handoff. And that is to, what is that guy's number? I just, a Gallagher again. Yeah. Yeah, some of those numbers look so similar. But that is number 33. Nope, not 33. That's not Gallagher. That's somebody else. But uh, he's been in the game also tonight. Well, you got short yardage gains here, and it's chewing up the clock, Bill. 4 oh, 11 yes. to go, and Brockway has three timeouts. Now you got to start thinking, when are you going to use these timeouts? How's your defense going to hold up and get a good stoppage? And meanwhile, if you're on the other side, if you're on the Falcon Knights, or, or Knight Falcon, how do I say that? Falcon Knights, yeah, you, yeah. your head coach, uh, you're going to say, okay, how are we going to do this? Is our kids going to hold up on defense okay. or <clears throat> offense? There's a big stick coming yeah. through there. Yeah, Dittman. And that was uh, Maddox Decker. That was, the, that was the freshman, and that is, I think, another one of those big hits of the night, don't you think? Yes. So we have to, we have to say it. Your car gets hit. 
a big hit like that, time to contact Jim's Custom Collision. Jim's Custom Collision has been making friends by accident for close to 50 years. And we have a timeout on the field, and we'll be back with more action in 30 seconds. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Verichetti Holdings LP, which includes Phoenix Sintered Metals, Superior Energy Resources, and Guardian Healthcare, is proud to support our hometown Brockway Rovers football team. Phoenix Sintered Metals specializes in powder metal technology and manufacturing for the automotive, agricultural, HVAC, and medical markets and more. Superior Energy Resources is a leader in providing 24-7 on-site support to the oil and gas industry across the East Central U.S. Guardian Healthcare offers skilled nursing and rehabilitation services throughout the state, including Highland View Healthcare here in Brockway. On the field or in the workplace, excellence, teamwork, and responsibility make the difference. Go Rovers! The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. We only have uh, 342 remaining in this one. 12-7 to 7 in favor of the Falcon Knights, and they have the ball. And they have it uh, in deep into Brockway territory. They have a third down and six to go. Brockway needs to make a stop. Ball's at the 15-yard line. And uh, there's a run right up the middle. And that is a star trucking first down for the Falcon Knights. And uh, I'll tell you right now, they are smelling the blood. Yeah, they sure are. As we are down now to 3.32 on a running clock. And the Falcon Knights have... Plenty of time that they will waste as much of because they lead this game by a score of 12 to 7. I can't tell you what a long ride it will be back to uh, Brockway if they don't pull this one out tonight. Brockway's used one timeout and they elected to keep the other two timeouts right now since it was a first down and goal for. I want to see what they call this penalty on. yeah, it looked like an encroachment again by the defense, but were they were they drawn off? That's against the defense again. There's a penalty again, and it's going to cost them to take that ball inside the uh, five-yard line to about the six-yard line. Uh, and again, big penalty there. What can uh, I say? A score here would just about, oh, well, oh, that it's would not be, over until it's over. But I know, but that would You need two much, scores. It'll make two scores. Yeah, and there's no time. Yeah, there's no time. 3.05 remaining in this one. And the uh, Falconites are in the driver's seat. I couldn't imagine what uh, everybody's thinking when they're checking in on the scoreboard from the District 9-10 scoreboard. Okay, now we have a reversal of the call by the looks of it. And it's going against the going against the Knights. So <laughs> I'll tell you, some of these calls that I'd have wondered about, you know, go one way and then we come back. Oh, no, we made a mistake. We go back the other way. I don't know, but anyway, the, the facts of the matter have to be it's 3:05 remaining in this one. Brockway Rovers are down 12 to seven. It is first down and goal to go for the Knights. And there's a handoff. That's Gallagher, and he will go down short of the 10-yard uh, line. There'll be no play. Quigley known did a great job. He was able to shed his blocker and make the tackle that time. Yes, it's second down now. Uh, second down and goal now for the... Uh, and I apologize if I don't uh, get that name right. I've been told wh- how to pronounce his name. Which, which, which name? <laughs> you want me to mess it up again? I want to hear it. Number 61 for the Brockway Rovers. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Guaglano, well, right? Yes, that's that's about as close, I guess, as you can get, I think. So if if he has family at home, uh, we apologize. Uh, there have been at least three different pronunciations of that name. Okay, we've got a timeout. The Rovers called a timeout and uh, trying to stop that clock, which they did with 2.58 remaining in this football game, and they are in bad shape right now as the uh, Falcon Knights are knocking on the door. Just got to be careful with that. The quarterbackers, they're, show, they're showing so much on offense with the passing game, and they seem to somehow, some way, get that ice, you know, one-on-one coverage, and they just seem to take advantage of that. And it seems like they're looking around trying to get a matchup that they feel they can work with, and they're getting that big pass play. Okay, so we have a double, <clears throat> wide double slot formation balls in the center of the field. Or the... Falcon Heights, Dittman with a handoff right straight ahead. And, Somebody uh, did a nice wrap-up. Nothing there. There he is, Guaglione again. And that was uh, number 61. 61, yep. Good job. Gallagher again right up the middle. Rockway calls another timeout. That's it. At the uh, 2.53 mark. Left in this football game from a beautiful evening over here in Reimersburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah, not Knox. Not, not, uh, not Foxburg. Foxburg. Where the other field is, yes. where we went initially. Initially. <laughs> and figure out that there's not going to be a game here route tonight. Route 68 disappeared. And then route, route, yeah, Route 68 just totally disappeared, and we were, we, we had a good. Uh, Good excursion through the countryside over here, uh, just outside of Clarion, and we finally you made it. You, you thought you were in Kentucky for a while. I did. Some of the roads were just like that. Oh. But we made it in time and got on the air, and so uh, that's the problem. You get two different fields, and the team's playing on two different fields, you know. I was at the other field before. I thought right. that's where they were playing, you know. Even though I, you know, well, anyway, my error hey, completely. thanks for listening tonight. Really enjoyed uh, being here, but it's not enjoyable unless we can bring that win back to uh, <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you, everybody in Brockwood. It's kind of a surprise to me in in many ways, but I do understand the, you know, what's behind all of this, why this has happened. I do understand that, yeah. but still a little surprising to me that the Rovers were not better. And the home team, the home fans are waiting to pull off a big upset here tonight. Well, I'll tell you what, they're going to be, they're going to be, they'll be pretty happy if they can do it. Right now, they are in a good position to do it. Trips to the near side this time. It is third down and goal for the Knights. And there is a handoff. That is Gallagher again. He's going to be hit behind. Nope, oh, going to make it. No, and there's a, gonna call. That's the only thing we can hope is we have a hold on the... Uh, oh, holding. It, yeah, so there's a hold against the... You know why I said all no for, right, Coach? <laughs> well, yes, I do, yes. Yeah, well, it's going the other way. I thought he gra- I thought there was a face mask. Yeah, it's going the other way, <laughs> thankfully. Or that really would have been a, a tough situation to be in for sure. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we have a penalty marked off there and uh, with 247 Penalties remaining. Penalties declined. Yeah, and it is fourth down, so it's a big thing. You know, fourth down now and goal for the... That's uh, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Ball is going to be back right at the 10-yard line. I think it's sitting right on the 10-yard line right now. So 
It is fourth down and goal for the uh, for the Knights. Yeah, the clock rolls too. And the clock will be started, and, and uh, it begins, and they've got a, a trip to the far side, and one slot or one wide receiver near side. Quick slant pass. Picked off, and uh, that is picked off. And let's see, that is number nine. That's Crawford. So Crawford picks it off, and the Rovers have 2.23 to work with it. Will that be enough time with the way they've been performing offensively tonight? I don't know. You know we're going we're gonna to see, but there's an opportunity. Uh, I have a feeling if that had been the Sarchik that picked that off, he may have been able to take it all the way back. But the uh, uh, the, uh, the senior, Isaac Crawford, makes the interception with uh, 2.23 remaining in this ball game. So right now the Rovers will have an opportunity. The question is can they capitalize? That is the big question. Let's see. They will have the ball at the 16-yard line. That's their own 16-yard line. They have a slot to the far or a slot to the near side, a split to the far side, back to pass. It is Fox looking downfield, but he's been rushed back there. He needs to get somebody open. Besides, he's going to run, and he's out of bounds. That'll stop the clock at least. But uh, nobody's getting separation right now, and that's what uh, the quarterback has to have, kids that can get separated from defenders, and that's not happening right now. So there's no one to throw the ball to. Yeah, they're, they're closing in, too, on his strong side, or they know he has to roll and then set up, so they're taking advantage of that situation with uh, with Braden. And, I mean, they're, and they're playing it back. They're playing the front three right now. They know the situation, and they're playing with the five straight across the linebackers. So yep. they know how they can play coverage on this situation. And Fox back to pass. Looking, guys are trying to get open, but he has nobody. Throws it across the field. Pisarczyk makes the catch. And, uh, oh, and almost breaks it as he gets it out to the 40-yard line. Boy, what a risky pass that was. He had had to, that been yeah. picked off, it was... <laughs> he, he had no choice. He had to try he, to create it. He had a, yeah, he had to dump it, and, uh, but that was really risky. That's a first down. Another star-trucking first down. And so now the ball is at the 43-yard line. We're down to 158 on a running clock in this game. Slot near side, split far side. And there is uh, Quelo, and it'd be a great time for him to uh, break one loose here as he'll get some yards out over the 45-yard line to about the 46-yard line. But the clock continues to run at you can't four. Clock it either, at Bill, 140. You, yeah, if you clock it, that, then you're looking at third down already, so you can't clock yeah, it. Yeah, so it's second down, and they've got... Uh, Seven yards to go. They better uh, keep moving. Slot near side. Wing to the far side. Back to pass. Got plenty of time this time. And there's a pass out there. And uh, could not get close to the receiver that time. He tried to dive for it. And that, of course, was Basarczyk, So, And he had lots of company over there in blue uniforms, too. Okay, at least stops the clock. So it's third down. Third down, about seven to go. For the uh, for the Rovers, and this has turned into quite an exciting game. Sure has. Which I really didn't expect. At halftime, we even were talking about it at halftime, and then uh, of course I had to be the downer guy, saying I just don't feel good about this game. Yes, at all. yeah. Well, we didn't have a good feeling about it. Fox is back to pass, looking downfield, way beyond the receiver, cannot oh. make the catch. But again, looking for Pasarczyk, and they are kind of loading up on him. Now we've got a fourth down. This game pretty much right here, I would say, don't you think? With a minute 14 to go, yeah. this is the play right here. Yeah, so they don't need to get a touchdown here. They need to get a first down. So they need to get a first down. 114 remaining in this one. Ball's on the 46-yard line of the Rovers. 
It is fourth down and seven for a first down, and they need a first down. Okay, ready for the snap. Slot to the near side, and the far side. Got a blitz coming, and Fox got some room to get it off, and he does, and it's going to go nowhere, and so the ball will get turned over, and so the uh, the Falcon Knights had really a good game plan. They would not allow the long pass. They had double coverage at times on Basarchik, uh, almost most of the time. Up front, they did a good job on Quello not to get him loose. He'd get some yards, but not to get big yardage. And uh, and they had the rush on the quarterback. And uh, so they, they really have you know, done what they came here to do. And you have to give them credit for, for doing right. so. And you wonder how a team like this gets blown up by 70 to whatever it was this year. Okay, this is going to take a knee. There are no more times out on the part of uh, the Rovers, so this is going to take a knee. Yeah, and this one's going to be over. Pretty much it. It's just amazing. So uh, High school football, Bill. Yeah, high school football. And uh, we uh, maybe will have a player from Brockway come up. I don't know if he will or not tonight. <laughs> you know, it's hard to get somebody to talk after a game like this. It's such a big letdown. We'll so wait. We'll just wait. We'll just wait. We understand yeah. it. We do want to uh, give a player of the game to someone. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think that, yeah, you know, it, it's one of those games where it's hard. It really is difficult. I mean, and we so have, the time have, is yeah. time is going to run out. That's going to be yeah, it. Our final score point. is going to be 12 to 7 in favor of the Falcons. And we'll be back with the uh, post-game show right after these messages. You're listening to Sunny 106, your home for Rover football. Whether the Rovers are on offense or defense, when they mold together, they become winners. And when it comes to price, selection, and service, you'll score big at Freemur Lumber and Molding. The winning team for composite decking, siding, roofing, shaw flooring, baseboard casing, and of course, lumber. Freemur Lumber and Molding are proud supporters of Brockway Rover football and would like to encourage you to bring your family to a game, share for the team, and show the players your support. Freemur Lumber and Molding, Route 28, top of the hill in Brockway. Let us mold your life. Fall in Western Pennsylvania can only mean one thing, high school football. Yardworks of Brockway is pleased to be a part of the tradition associated with this time of year, and that football tradition includes Brockway Rover football. Yardworks would also like to thank the coaches and the players for their hard work and dedication. Fall is here, so now's the time to start planning for fall cleanup. Call Yardworks, the number one landscape company in the area. They offer a full range of services to serve both residential and the business community. Call them today at 594 6421 Contractor number PA006025. Hi, it's Mike from Delulo Transport and Dubois. We have immediate openings for local package delivery drivers for our FedEx division. These are non-CDL driving positions. Applicants must be 21 years old, able to lift 100 pounds, have a professional appearance, and must pass a drug test. Delulo Transport is big enough to deliver, but small enough to care. To apply or find out more, stop by our office at 349 Dubois Street or give us a call at 814-503-4131.
Let's go Rovers! And after the game, let's go to the Rocky Grill. The Rocky Grill in Brockway, serving up delicious food and hometown pride all football season. Open until 10.30 on Fridays and Saturdays for your post-game celebration. Try gourmet appetizers, Mediterranean-inspired entrees, or sink your teeth into one of our famous steaks. And don't forget to stop in during the week. Monday and Wednesday, 4 till 9, and Thursday, 11 till 9, to experience the newly remodeled interior and outdoor seating in the Rock Garden. Good luck to both teams. Have fun and play hard. Creekside Auto and Tire is a trusted name in the Brockway area. John, Chris, and Lisa are Brockway born and raised and are longtime supporters of the Brockway Rovers. From state inspections, oil changes, and great prices on major tire brands to all types of repairs and maintenance, Creekside Auto and Tire keeps you running safe and smooth all year long. Call Lisa to schedule a tune-up or to get some winter tires on your vehicle before that winter weather blows in. Visit Creekside Auto in Brockway. The home of Brockway Rovers football is Sunny 106. Okay, we are back. And uh, we want to thank uh, all our sponsors here tonight. And I just want to read them once again before we get to our player of the game, which will be uh, coming up also. Uh, Swift Kennedy Insurance, Clyde Ferrero and Company, U Water Service, Ferrero, Cluck and Ferrero, Joe's Tuck Shop, Stars Trailer Sales, Fremer Lumber and Molding, Yardworks, Glastown Pizza, DeLillo Transport Incorporated, Rocky Grill, Varishati Holdings LP, Creekside Auto, and Tire. So we thank you for all of that. And we, uh, our player of the game is uh, brought to you by Spitzer's Auto World. Uh, at Spitzer's Auto World, it, the world revolves around you. What more can I say? Spitzer, Spitzer Auto World. Well, uh, we want to give our player of the game to an offensive-defensive lineman tonight. Right. Uh, uh, call, uh, Carter Claglione. Yes, Carter is our player of the game tonight, and he also had the sack of the game tonight, I do believe. All right, so uh, he's got the lone sack of the game. Sack game is brought to you by Brockway Appliance, earning customers one sale at a time, offering great deals on major brand appliances, fast delivery, or service that continues after installation. So sack of our game. Connor gets that as well. Uh, drive of the game, we had a couple, you know, when you think of the drive of the game, I think of the fact that many of them were really good drives but ended with no points. And so it's kind of like we almost have to go to the first drive of the game when, the you know, the, the, the points were made. And uh, so the drive of the game, the drive of the game is brought to you by Frame Rally Sales and Service, the home of 12-month, 12 12,000-mile 12, warranty, offering a great selection of clean, used vehicles. Okay, well, uh, this was rather unexpected by me. I, I didn't think it would be a runaway, but I thought that the Rovers would handle their business tonight. They did not handle their business tonight. They, the uh, game plan for the Falcons, uh, Falcon Ice, was very good. They prevented the deep pass, which uh, the Rovers liked. It's a big part of their offense. It was not there tonight. It was taken away. The, the run game was handled. Coelho got his yards, basically. Not as many as he's used to getting, perhaps, but he uh, he came out with about, he was over 100 at about 106 unofficially, so he got his yards, but uh, they didn't allow him to score a touchdown to make it matter. And uh, I think one of the big things, too, tonight, John, is the fact that there were a lot of penalties that killed drives for the Rockway Rovers. And if there's one asterisk that we can put against on this defeat tonight is probably that 
that they shot themselves in the foot uh, when they had opportunities to put points on the board. And that is going that came back to bite them tonight. And you look at Pisarsic Blake, last week's total of almost you know 300 yards, or you know over that mark. 375 total yeah, yards yeah. and 120 total yards tonight. Yeah, yeah. So they they were ready for him. Yeah. And uh, you just and you, and you can't count on that that one person is going to have that kind of game every week because other teams are going to be looking for him. They're going to uh, they're going to coach the kids up about it, you know, so they'll have a, they'll have a good game plan for it. Yeah, first time yeah. on grass, Bill, that have anything to do with this t- taking, you know, knocking down the speed, you know what I mean, as far as, uh, thanks guys, appreciate it. Yeah, so, uh, normally we, oh, okay. normally we get a player of the game, but I don't think we're going to get one tonight, and yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. There's, none of the players would want to come up here and talk to us tonight. I, you know, I get it. They're extremely disappointed. I know that. And we hurt for them because, you know, it was a game that was a winnable game uh, for them. So, but as it turns out, that uh, One of the plays football. of the game was Isaac uh, Crawford. His big interception at the end, uh, towards the end, it, it, and it wasn't for that interception. It wouldn't have given Brockway any hopes to try to come back to win this game. So, uh Great job by Isaac Crawford uh, yeah. with that big interception. You are so right, and, uh, you know, great to see that uh, play of the game is brought to you by Inzan and Malolo, attorneys of law, specializing in family law, estate planning, and real estate, and uh, also uh, sponsored by Spitzer Dubois of, uh, and of St. Mary. So we thank Spitzer, and, of course, we, uh, uh, we thank all of our sponsors tonight for Sticking with us, uh, we appreciate it so much. And well, Bill, before we yes. go off the air, yes, big lesson learned: you can get if you're on the field and your playmates, you're not your well, yeah, your teammates. Uh, you get shellacked 72 to nothing. You think there's no hope for the next game or the rest of the season? Let this be a lesson. You can come back and win a big ball game against an undefeated team by a score of 12 to seven. That's exactly what the Falcon Knights went through. Losing 72 to nothing to Central Clarion and coming back and beating a undefeated, very good Brockway team. Yes, I mean I expected Brockway to be four and zero after this one was over, and right. so I was dead wrong about that. All the pundits picked du- or Brockway as well, you know, uh, all the pundits for the Dubois newspaper, and uh, and that's how you can get fooled because right. uh, they're still just young men, and uh, they who knows? We don't know uh, right. if they were looking ahead to Port Allegheny, which they shouldn't have been doing, but they're kids, you know, they, they will have a tendency to do that. And so this is a wake-up call for them. Uh, they, you know, it's one game. They have a lot of games ahead of them, and they're going to do much better, I believe, in the, in the next game because this is going to wake them up, okay? So uh, we uh, look forward next week. game will be at 7.30. Uh, we're going to be on the air about 5 after 7 to bring you that game from Frank Verichetti Field in Brockway. And uh, we uh, hope that if you cannot show up, that you'll listen to Sunday 106 to, uh, to hear that broadcast. And so for John Allen, this is Bill Edwards saying good night and God bless. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Brockway Rover Football here on today's Sunny 106. Thank you to all our fine sports sponsors. Now let's return back to the real music variety here on today's Sunny 106.